I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Ducky? Hey, welcome to Roast Mortem Podcast, the new and improved Roast Mortem uh, Podcast. My name is Digital Tom. Oh my god, my mouth feels different now. I'm Travis. What'd you do to us, Tom? I'll be your Cody for the evening, by the way. And I'm like, <laughs> well, thank you for yeah. joining us, Mike. Whoa. Now, <laughs> you might wonder, folks at home, why, why I would say something so bold as the new and improved r- roast mortem. Uh, we have finally switched to computers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and we also just got brand new microphones, the Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. We are one with the machine now. Yeah. Before this, we just screamed into our fucking modems. And that's how you could hear us over the internet. But now we've got uh, things. Yeah, that that tin can that I have, uh, Transatlantic or Transamerica tin uh, can. Yeah, Man, you know. Yeah, it's so old after a while. I'm excited. We've hit a lot of speed bumps getting up to this new sound quality. This delicious sound it's that here. we're giving you. It's a new era, Tom. Uh, yes, Mike. What did you learn? Good sound pays off. <laughs> okay and always pay your taxes all right i'm yeah. done talking about sound let's do the show well also before that uh, just thank you to all the patrons because we used yes, our yes. our funds and thank you guys yes we, thank you we we're good on our word we put it towards the show and we're you know building from here dogs and that is my speech that is motivational like i'm a coach that just told the team you win you get pizza doesn't matter if you win, you lose, you get pizza. This right. has been Travis's TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great now. Yeah, yeah. right? This Don't feels you? good. Well, yeah. That's that's all we got. It's all just good feelings, good sounds. Yeah, how was your soundful week? Did anyone do any sounding? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, good. Can't recall. Well, Mike was definitely sounded. Mike was definitely sounded. You might think I'm joking right now, but I am up for a an award. Really? What? A, What'd you do? How many hostages? Yes. Um, so it's not a Grammy, but it's another company that I hate, which is apparently prestigious in the music world, and I've won an award, and I'll get into it uh, a little later because I don't think I can talk about it. You fucking tease. Oh, wow, what? Tom. <laughs> yeah, but it's a big award, which means right. nothing because I am still broke. Yeah, but you don't you get to wear because don't you get to wear like a digital tuxedo at the show? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. These, these are this is a big broadcast award show with a red carpet and everything and I would be going to that had COVID not happened. What? Wow, Dicks. nice. They gave you like a plaque or something like that? Like I got the trophy? plaque in the mail. I just sent a headshot oh. to these fuckers. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, that's cool, man. I was just hang gonna bad boy up. I was just gonna talk about how I bought a dagger and liked oat milk for the first time. I tried <laughs> it, <laughs> but you were just talking about a movie Hollywood awards. Yeah, um, yeah. I could tell. Nah, I, I won't say it. I'll say it on a later episode. 
Uh, it won't be a secret in the future. I just like they told me not to say what it is. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, or, or they'll take away the plaque. Dude, exactly. it's so it's so the Kids Choice Awards, dog. You can tell us. You were oh, hanging you out in, 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 with at Nickelodeon getting gacked and oozed everywhere. Tremendous slap in the face, as all reward shows are. Tom. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys. Cody, what award did you win? Uh, <laughs> like Earlier this week, I was having a weird day, and I found out why. It was because uh, I had some self-esteem that day. I was like, oh, this is, this is fucking weird. I don't know what to do with myself. So I just spent like 40 minutes brushing my teeth. But you know, nice. a few fucking time zones over, like my ex-girlfriend must have, must have like got like a fucking spidey sense going off because she immediately called me right the fuck up to shoot me right back down. It was out of the blue, too. She was like, oh, Cody, I was watching a documentary and uh, someone on the documentary reminded me of you. I was like, oh, what's he got? A big ropey horse penis? And she was like, and she was just like, no. He had really bad posture, a goofy face, and mild autism. Oh, I'm just like, good, God. good, thank you, <laughs> thanks, bitch. I'm like, oh, good, oh, thank you. God. It would have been so fucking tiresome to carry around that self-esteem all day. Thank you for saving me from that trouble. <laughs> like, do you have a day? What's your day rate? Can I keep you on retainer until, like, so I don't get any more of these surprise good moods? You are, you are an efficient treasure. That needs to be cherished. Oh, Thank wow. you. <laughs> Thank you. That's like a, the, the opposite of what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> what is your day rate now? <laughs> Mike, what about you? What about a national treasure over here? Are you just hunting for boogers? Uh, I, I had a sad week. Well, I would give this this time to say a rest in peace to my dog, Wallace. Oh, no. Oh, R.I.P., no. homie. Yeah, he's... Oh. he's it's up in doggy heaven eating cheeseburgers. But that's sad, so. Humping the ankles, Bud's too. Cohen. Aw. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all we're right. hitting all the emotions right now. Yeah. With the new emotions. microphones, no less. Yeah. Well, really it sounds great, though. And <laughs> 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 uh, if you want to know what I was, uh, I kind of mentioned it. I discovered I liked oat milk. I'm a dairy boy, man. You can see these titties. They're big. Because I like dairy. As yeah. a man, I carry a lot of large tits because of they look great. dairy. Yeah. But I will say, I tried this oat milk. First of all, oats do not have udders or nipples. That's so I don't factual. know why they're oats or milks. So I tried it, and I liked it. Then, also, last night, I was watching some YouTubes, and somebody was talking about my favorite dagger in history. It's a medieval dagger. It's called the Bullock Dagger. And really? it basically, the handle looks like a big dick. No. <laughs> and the, the guard are two big balls. And I was like, you know what? <sighs> Time for me to buy a bullock dagger. So oh, wow. Carbon steel coming, coming in the mail. Nice. Wow. Coming in my pants. <laughs> wow. Don't. No. <laughs> don't do that. Well, th this has been quite the array of, of weeks emotionally. You know, yeah, what a week, Coming right? in with Roller the, the, coaster. I, uh, the, the joyousness, but the satirical joyousness of winning an award. Uh, Cody, yeah. um, immediate self-deprecation. Yeah. Uh, Mike with true blue sadness. Rest in yeah. peace. Sorry about that. <laughs> and then Travis with sexual confusion and milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. You know what I'm saying? Those are some of the key emotions in life. If this was a roller coaster, exactly. my part yeah. would be the corkscrew part. 
where everything yeah. goes flying out of your pockets yeah. into the fucking place you can't recover them because it's underneath like a lake or something. Remember the 90s had the mood rings? I'm just wondering what color it would turn for sexual confusion and milk. Oh. Uh, off-white. Like beige. That yeah, is beige. one word, by the way. Yeah. No All right. spaces. So yes. who is on the Chopman's slink? Tonight on our chopping block is the one, the only, Walter Jackson Freeman II. And if you're wondering who the fuck that Cody, simply put, what? he's the- I know who it is! It's Morgan right. Friedman's dad. Close, but never. He is the father of the transorbital lobotomy. He's Mr. Ice Pick oh. in your face, guy. Oh my god. Like, so, like, yeah. The, the Kennedy squeamish? kid? Kennedy kid, yep. And it, it is just very, very sad that we only know her as the Kennedy kid. Like, I, I know her proper name because I actually did the research, but before I did the research, he's just like, oh yeah, the, the one Kennedy kid. That's like the amount of cover-up, cover-upedness that has gone into like the life of Rosemary Kennedy. So yeah. yes, this is the guy that poked Rosemary Kennedy. Oh my god. Ooh. Wait, this he yeah. did it himself? He was like, guess what? I want to make a new hole. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, made god. a new hole in uh, uh. that pre that one president's sister. Oh. Well, she, Why do they think that was effective? No, wait, hold oh, on. We'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into Cody, it. Yeah, Cody, I, I uh yeah, exactly. I want to cut you yeah. guys off and let Cody do his job here. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Because it's so happening. Walter Jackson Freeman II, the father of the transorbital lobotomy, a.k.a. the brain smoothener. Settle in. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, brain shit. Also, transorbit sounds sick. It yeah, it sounds like a, that's my new sounds like metal band. I was going to say, it sounds like a skateboard move, right, Mike? Or like a roller coaster, too. It could be that. It sounds like a... Crazy. It sounds like a guy who identifies with his balls being backwards. <laughs> I'm a transorbital man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Walter, born November 14th, 1895, in that gorgeous, gorgeous city of Philly. You know it. You love it. Uh, Walter's father was an otolaryngologist. Nailed it. Um, A.K.A. an ears, nose, and throat guy. Okay. And Walter's... Grandpappy was the one, the only, William Williams Keene, a former Civil War medic who performed the first ever successful brain tumor extraction in 1888. That's not part of your ears, nose, or mouth. No. Nope. Oh, God. It's That's close, not though. part of it. Little, that probably hurts little so more bad. Whiskey. Lots of whiskey, Mike. Whiskey and bite this wooden spoon. Oh, oh man. Could you just imagine that process? Like, no. You are on the battlefield. I mean, it's like so dirty, yeah, like mud in your head and shit. Probably, yeah. You're oh, like, sorry. I was just down south fighting for my right to have slaves, and the guy's got like, well, let's save this prick. <laughs> and he does it. He does it. Yeah, he does it out of nowhere. Yep. A uh, little little clarification. He was a medic in the Civil War, but the 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 brain tumor uh, grab. Happened a few years afterwards. Oh, okay, my bad. So, like, well, so I have a, when, I have a no, very no, active no, no, imagination. But but Tom set up the medical time frame like perfectly when when fuckers were like curing heartburn by amputating feet. This guy was pulling tumors out of heads. Yeah, you know what Bad I mean. Ass. So yeah, I mean, but also like, how well is he pulling tumors out of heads? Those both sound so. I feel like I feel like tumor pulling is not exactly like reaching into your cereal box and pulling out the toy. 
It's like you gotta be precise. You know, you don't just like grab that tuba. Yeah, you need a dagger or something. It's not like it's not like how the Southerners, you know, catfish with their thumbs, right? Noodling, noodling. It's different. Yeah, little, (laughs) little, little more uh, upscale and. Catfish grab. Yeah, you can't noodle a tumor out of your head. That's all. I'm no, it doesn't. It doesn't bite. Tumors don't have teeth. <laughs> uh, future spoilers. Walter's creatively named son, Walter Freeman III, was a renowned neurophysiologist. So, being a head doctor is in our subject's blood, or depending on how you look at it, his semen. So, ah. oh, being a head. I know some people that are head doctors. He was. He, it was probably a familial thing. It was. It was pressured in pe- to into becoming a doctor, but presumably during his mediocre and comfortable early years, he had no marked interest in medicine, not had medicine, not any medicine at all. But his vocation would strike him in 1916 when he graduated from Yale. It piqued his interest in medicine, and of course he wanted to go the route of head doctor of some sort. He then okay. attends... So wait, this, he yeah. graduated right during World War One. When people are like losing their heads and they're like, I don't know, we got these yeah, specimens. Yeah, look at that, 1960. Got these specimens and, of brain that uh, and, just fell out on the dirt. Thank you for bringing up World War One because that segues into a point that I only just now remembered. Um, soldiers would come back from war with just fucking shrapnel sticking out of their frontal lobe. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the doctors there would be like, holy shit, let's get that out. And they'd just, you know, get the needle nose out and just yoink it. But they would notice, like, the soldier was a little bit more carefree after they extracted shrapnel from his frontal lobe. Oh. I be like, wish, oh, hey, I nice. wish I got some shrapnel at, at, like, <laughs> at a it, young age. You know, just like a we'll blast see it, we'll in the see. head. Just like, don't get fucks. <laughs> now, yep. this is what I'm doing. <laughs> you know that shit. Like, my brother Barnaby just came back from the war, and most of him is there, but his head is a little bit shinier than before. I'll bring him to a doctor to see if we can buff him out. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, bro, I just fucking came back from, like, France, dude. Dude, they have wine and shakes that can say I'm like too famish. Yeah. What was I also going to say? So, uh, I feel, and this might be a tangent, You maybe you're going to go into this before, and you're talking about removing big lumps of metal from people's heads. Yeah. Wasn't there that guy in the 1800s that had the railway spike, like, fucking rammed through his head, and he was, like, a medical phenomenon? Have you ever seen that dude? Uh, Sounds familiar. Sounds, yeah, it does sound familiar. There's actually, not recommended, but there's actually a few parts of your fucking brain where you can tank getting shrapnel and not suffer any effects. It's not all important, but it's, like, 80% of your brain is very important. I mean, maybe we can do, like, a little, like, mini-roast on this guy, because he's, like, a... Tom, you looked him up? Yeah, yeah. His name is Phineas P. Gage. Um, I don't know (laughs) if there's enough on him, but holy shit. Uh, I'd rather be dead than even look at this guy in person. (laughs) Yeah, and a railway spark just fucking threw his head. How'd it get there? He tripped or something? Wikipedia's got a lot of words on him, for sure. I thought this was gonna be a lot shorter. Um... <laughs> let's total, do a little ro- till roast within roast. All right, we're keeping this under oh two minutes. Inception. Ready? Let's go. Okay. On wait. September thirteenth, eighteen eighty-four, Gage was directing a work gang blasting rock while preparing the roadbed for the Rutland Burlington Railroad south of the village of Cavendish, Vermont. Setting a blast uh, entailed boring a hole deep into the outcrop rock, adding blasting powder and a fuse, then. 
tamping the iron to pack the tamp, uh, sand or clay or other oh. inert material. He turned the dirt into a gun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, pipe bomb. <laughs> so he's standing right over this thing, and uh, he's looking awful. at the guys behind him, and inadvertently bringing his head into line with the blasting hole. Inadvertently, never on so, purpose. This thing went right through the bottom of his jaw and oh. popped out of his the top of his head. Oh <laughs> shit! Look wow. at him right now. He was a human shish kebab. Yeah. He may have been Turkish. Is Phineas Gage a Turkish name? I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I don't think there's enough to do a whole episode on him, but it's fantastic. So we just did it. We just did it. Right yeah. there. Yeah. There you yes. go. Phineas. He looks scary. Rest in peace. Thank you for bringing that up, Travis. I think that might have yes. to do with the head poking thing theme. Yes, head poking <laughs> yeah. integrated. So not as much as a, a tangent as you would think. Uh, where was I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He then attends uh, the University of Pennsylvania Medical School, and sure enough, bags his medical degree in 1920. So, in 20s, he's got his medical de- medical degree, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But, more importantly, he gets the perk of um, hanging around the university a little bit longer after he graduates as an intern of pathology. I guess they have those. And one of the perks of being an intern in this case was rummaging in dead bodies. Yay, he gets to play with the cadavers. Oh, you learn a lot. Yeah, he's just poking people, dead people in the head, and he's like, oh, is this this how it do? Just because I'm a stupid boy, what's pathology again? Is that germs? It's just sickness in general. All right. It's also an excellent, excellent San Diego death metal band. (laughs) Brutal. Very brutal. My boy Matty Way used to sing with that. Love Matty Way. Great vocalist. So he's trying to see what makes dead people sick and why they stay up late and worms Heads. come out of them. Yes. And Heads. like that. Oh, those stupid dead people always coughing all night. I'm trying to sleep and they're wheezing. All right. Yes. Inconsiderate yes. fucks. So after playing with corpses, he's just like, ah, hanging out with someone alive might be cool too. He marries an economist at this point. She goes by the name of. Marge Franklin. They had female and economists back then? That's kind of surprising. Ooh, yeah, weird. And uh, he uh, keeps that uh, economist pregnant for four years. Just one, two, three, four kids, like nearly back to back. Study and my just, head. Study my head. Yes, <laughs> study this head. <laughs> so he's got a bunch of kids. One of them is Walter Freeman the third. I wonder if that's the first one. Like... You know what I mean? Like, it'd be weird if, like, the third kid was the namesake, but whatever. I have heard of that. I forget. I think that was someone we roasted, but I'm blanking now, where it was the second kid who was named after the father. So the first one was just totally um, ignored. Yeah. Yeah. This one's Reg, and the other one, he's a long line of... That's (laughs) Mini-Me! In 1923, Walter travels abroad across Europe to study the neurology, and in 1924, he moves back to the USA, well, the USA, and was employed as director of laboratories at St. Elizabeth's Hospital. Walter thought if a person was mentally ill, you'd see some kind of telltale symptom in their their head if you cut them open. So if you had schizophrenia, it's just like, there's going to be a blood clot or a deformed lobe or a little gangrene on your brainstem. Obviously, couple, there's a couple Skittles, few bottle caps, yeah, few lint. cigarette butts. Oh, this guy's a filthy animal. So <laughs> obviously this guy open. Yeah. So if you had a mental sickness, he thought he could crack your head open and decisively go, well, there's your problem. 
You know what I mean? Like, just point to something that's clearly the problem. But we know today that's not really the case. Like, if someone has schizophrenia and you chop their head open, it looked probably just like a real normal brain. And how does someone get, like, uh, volunteered into that? You know, how do they, oh. like, a schizophrenic... See, when you're dead, just... Mike, you don't oh, really Oh, they're dead. Have... Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> You use a very generous word uh, of a volunteered... Um, yeah, you, gi- you give them an extra jello cup. The, yeah, the living ones, they just keep them in a bin until they're kind of starved to death, and then they kill themselves. They volunteer themselves to suicide. You know, And then they have a fresh brain parts. to operate on. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so we got... Cody, how about... How do we know yeah, yeah, yeah. that your brain doesn't look different when you have a brain problem? Like, I don't know. If I... you chop your head open and see it's clean. Yeah, but like... It hurts. How do not you know? when you're dead, Mike. How do you know? <laughs> How do you yes. know? I'm asking yes, the, you. Like, How do you know? You've I read know. things in books. According to my ex-girlfriend, I'm slightly autistic, so I don't know. Maybe I got a fucking like <laughs> hair sticking out of my frontal lobe. That's just, yeah, maybe oh, I got a hangnail. A... I got a hangnail in my fucking cerebral yeah. cortex that's just chilling there. It's just like a soup. Like, oh, I got a little pube sticking out of my yeah. fucking yeah. rolls. That's what autism is. There's a pube just stuck to your brain cord. Your brain cord. Your brain stem. And it's just not going anywhere. During the year of 1930, Walter has a brief New Age medicine phase. He's experimenting with oxygen and electrotherapy. And as you can imagine, he's experiencing fleeting, limited successes. But I want you to remember, he uh, he's dabbling in something called electrotherapy. Is that what Edison did to that elephant? Yes, that. But <laughs> no, it, it, that wasn't therapy. It he was electrotherapied electro. it to death. Yeah. <laughs> Five years later, he learns of a process called frontal lobotomies, and he's like, "Ooh, what's that about?" I like fucking with people's heads. Portuguese doctor Igas Moniz discovered drilling a hole through a chimpanzee's brain would turn it from a raging turd-chucking primate into a pacified, docile chimp. So it's just like, hey, I can calm monkeys down by blowing a hole in their face. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. so now this I do know. I don't know, for some reason I have this wealth of information about things going in and out of people's heads. Yeah, okay. Um, but... There, I don't know the name of the term because I kind of got caught off guard here. But people have been cutting and drilling holes in the people's heads for centuries. Oh, tripanning. Yeah, what is that called? Tripanning. Tripanning. Like they've yeah. been just trying to figure it out. They've been just like digging holes. Like they think like it can cure sickness or like we have what? like ancient like prehistoric skulls that have been trepanned, you know, with a little fucking yeah. hole on the top. And there's Ugh. there's two reasons for that. A, medically, people thought that would allow oxygenation into the brain. Or B, it would let the gods into your brain more. Oh, yeah. And it, was all, it, it, it also, like, was prescribed to heighten human evolution, which is jokes on those people because it actually did move human evolution along and that it killed the gullible fucktards. <laughs> so it, ironic. What was her name? Uh, Amanda Fielding, who was one of those like hippie kids who believed that adults were so annoying and stuck up because their brains were too uh, too big Tight. for their skulls, compressed. Ki- yeah, yeah, and like kids were way more fun to be around because they had all that extra yeah. loose gullet. <laughs> That's why Mike's so- on the show, <laughs> right? 
So, um, yeah, she did that to herself. She didn't even get someone else to do it. She cut her own head and was like, oh. now I'm going to have the brain of a child. And awesome. Maybe. Fuck? Who yeah. am I to say that that's not the case? Hey, hippie lady, drill a hole in your head. Please. I'm all for it. <laughs> Why here, I'll f I will even feed you organic licorice while you're doing it. I, I see one perk to the trepanning, though, is that you could do a sick funnel. Just fucking put straight that vodka dome. straight on the brain. <laughs> No br no blood brain barrier for Travis. Yeah, Just right. Splash him. He gets drunk like a fucking gremlin. <laughs> Hell yeah! I put my CBD smoke through there. Yeah, you could yeah, make a bomb pipe. Station. Oh man! You right. burn the weed right over the hole. Recreational use. Are you eating? Only. I mean medical. I'm yeah. sorry. Dude, all brains. Travis, no. we get these new microphones, and the first thing you do is eat it. To them. <laughs> no, that I'm that just is so I'm disrespectful. just saying all this brain stuff's making me hungry, dude. You know what? I I, I don't know if I've called you this for a while, but you're rude. <laughs> you're a rude guy. Cody's rude for talking about hungry snacky times cutting in the heads. It's his job. Cody's doing nothing wrong. He's just <laughs> talking you. to the microphone about information. I'm you're not, eating it. You're I'm just not popping another piece of food into your mouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm Why would you do that? I just finished my Nature Valley biscuit, so don't worry right, about finish it. Finish it quick. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Travis. We have an episode to do. Travis, Travis, Cody, you can continue. I'll just cut him off. Yeah, I'll, all right. I'll cut yeah, out okay. his this is we'll we'll get this to work somehow. <laughs> all right. So this guy, this Portuguese guy, Moniz, is drilling holes into monkeys, and he's making monkeys calm. And our boy Walter's just like, oh, maybe I can get that to work with humans, like some kind of crazy fucking madman. And he's like, yeah, let's 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 do this. And so Moniz, separate from Walter, invents the process called a leucotomy, and that's when it's um, the neurosurgeon goes into the brain, saws into the fucking brain, and extracts the core from the frontal lobe. So it's like a hollow drill. It goes into your brain, and when you pull oh. it out, it's got it's got a it's got a little brain stringy that that gets stuck in there. You know mm. what I mean? Like you, you, you heard about like terrible. scientists in the art. You heard about like scientists like taking an arctic core. This is the same thing, but in a fucking head. Ooh. So a little silly string comes out of your head, Mike. Sounds very painful. It sounds like one yes, of those hands, hands that you could buy at the supermarket for a quarter. Oh, the gummy hands that yeah. ruin wallpaper? It's yeah. like a hole saw. Are, are they still dead for people or are these real people now? These no, are these real are living people. people. Oh, living people. Living okay. Dead people or yeah, real people. <laughs> Just put a hole in his brain. Maybe <laughs> he feels better now. Hope that, he gets to heaven, all right? That's the point Everything of all feels this. great. Very good, Mike. Moniz used this operation as a last resort on violent lunatics. It would turn a frothing madman into a drooling simpleton. And, it, you know, it works. Like, I would rather, you know what I mean, if Joe Schmo is just swinging from the rafters, like, screaming about, like, you know, ghost penises in his porridge, I'd rather have him, like, you know... Neutralized. Neutralized, staring into the corner and giggling every time the wallpaper tells a good joke. You know what I mean? Like, I want that type of loony guy. Uh, hmm. I guess if he's, he's dangerous, if he's like like murdered people, like killed yes. people. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like, it's got some merit to it. It's there's no that consent. Sense, yeah, there's no consent, but it has some usefulness. I Slight. think in a democracy, that's a very useful tool. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> if you can get a guy who won't like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna show up to vote because the government's gonna eat my ham. Five days. That's man. a very Travis line. Sorry, I was borrowing your um, vernacular for that. It's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm good. But you know what I'm saying? You just like, all right, um, 
let's stick a fucking shit in his head, and now yep. he'll vote whoever we want. Yeah, whoever like- Chad Lupinacci is, uh, you know, whatever his platform is, go for it. <laughs> Or, or you could turn into a man that just wants to eat ass in front of his kids. <laughs> I, I've seen that. It's bad. So Walter sees Moniz, you know what I mean, taking the little string cores out of living human heads, and he's like, I can, I can improve on this. Yeah. Let me, let me one-up this Portuguese doctor. So Good Progress. Yeah, he's, 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 he's pushing the envelope on the brain smoothening game. Nice. And so Walter modified... Yeah, Walter modified the leucotomy process, and the frontal lobotomy was born, where Moniz's leucotomy would take leucotomy would take a bit of your brain out and then fix you. You know, air quotes all over the place. <laughs> Walter just disconnected all the shit and left it in your head. So oh it's kind of God. the same thing, but like your parts are still in your head. He's just unplugging everything that you, you know you quote unquote don't need. Wait, Less so hazardous just- waste. Yeah, there you go. So he just stuck a Your fucking router. stick in your brain, kind of mixed it up a little bit, gave it a little yep. scramble. Yeah, think of a, a ninja blender. Just, just cleaning everything up. <laughs> Gotta turn it on and off. Yeah, tur- <laughs> pl- yeah. there you go. So you know, fucking plug Moniz. It, plug it back in. Yeah, yeah. So Moniz was unplugging it and throwing it you know, to the curb, and Walter was just like, I'm going to unplug it and leave it there. You know what I mean? How do you unplug a brain, though? You... Sever the cords Whoa. from the thalamus, Travis, and that uh, like, makes you a little bit more So wait, docile. like, you're talking about Scorpion from Mortal Kombat? Is he the one who says, get over here, please? <laughs> That's Reptile, right? I don't know. No, Scorpion's a cold boy. No, Sub-Zero, yeah, Scorpion, right, yeah, get over here. Yeah, so he's get like, here. get over here. Yeah. And then he, like, takes your brain out. A little bit. I didn't really get that part. I just knew that Scorpion's probably Italian. I'm actually proud of Tom for knowing who Scorpion is right now. I did play some Mortal Kombat. I mean, I'm more of a Soul Calibur man, but that was later, you know? Anyway, so right now- I'm a huge fan of Valdo. We're we're talking about fatalities right now, though. Not just yet. Well, sure, now. Uh, Walter does this. He saws open the brain. He takes, you know, he, he pokes it hard. Um, one too many fucking patients die on our boy Walter's surgeon's table. You know, fatalities. Thank you, Travis, for the segue. Fatality. Yes. So, when you're a doctor and you kill someone, you kind of, you know, start losing license. Whoops. So, Walter effectively loses his surgical license. He's still a doctor, he's just not a doctor that can play inside you anymore. So it's like, Uh, you stay out of bodies. He can just rub ointment on you. He can rub you. He can kiss the boo-boos goodbye. You know, he can slather you with the essential oils and all that. But he can't. No, he's a no-no. He's a no-go for the insides of uh, people. We're talking about a corrupt. uh, Are we talking about a corrupt pediatrician here? He can't go inside, and you can't have the no-no zone. (laughs) No-no doctor. Well, no, it's just very strange language we're using right now, guys. Well, I mean, that's an allegedly that I don't even want to touch because that's disgusting, Travis. In Minecraft. Yeah. So, he's lost his surgical license. He's an outside-only doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about, the weird street. language, Cody. Stop using weird language like that. I don't know, I get confused. We talk a lot about live pedophiles on the show. You can't you say stuff really like defensive. that. You got super defensive in, like, 
38 seconds. Well, I'm just, something coming to the surface No, here? I'm just saying, dude. How was your childhood? Like, oh, he was always like, Travis, oh, he doesn't know what words are. He doesn't know how to use his mouth whole as well as we do. I'm like, dude, I'm not eating soup off of convex things. Dude, you've never tried it. Don't knock it until you try it. I'm, ne- I'm never going to try it. No. And I'm on Cody's team till I die on the soup on the head argument. Yeah, I just uh, know what's it works. convex. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you're on my team. Don't there worry about it. Uh, team What's convex, man? <laughs> it bulges outward. You know what concave oh, okay. means? Oh, yes, I know what concave means. It's the opposite, the opposite of that shit. Yeah. Oh, right. I never knew that. It's pretty neat. Well, you learn a new word every year or so, I guess. Well, how about that? 2020. You never know. <laughs> never know what new never words know. coming your way, Michael. No. <laughs> Look at this. So, boy, Walter, no surgical license. And he's just like, fuck that. Not going to let that stop me. I'm going to hire someone that has a valid surgeon's license and tell him what to do. Ah. Boom. Nice. Yeah. So he hires a doctor called James Watts in, a, in an attempt to um, circumnavigate his surgical license revocation. It's cheating the system. Little bit. It's, it's, he's flying under the radar. Like, as a higher bid, you can be like, that's fucked up. But it, to the letter of the law, he's cruising along to the T. You know what I mean? Technical. Technical everything. Now, Cody, okay. I don't I don't know exactly where this story is going to go, but one thing I will say is keep in mind, whoever he hires to be his hands-on surgeon, uh-huh. his surrogate surgeon, he's yes. got to be a real winner. Because who yep. has the yeah. license to do surgery and then is also like, what do I do now? This isn't working out. <laughs> I wish I had someone else's brain in my head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the way I like to think of it as it, it's surgical ventriloquism. James Watts has a hand up his ass that's, you know, telling him how to move his, like, surgical scalpels and needles and all that. Wait, he's Jeff Dunham? Oh, shit, a Jeff Dunham of fucking surgery. There you go. That's what the title is. Travis just wrote <laughs> Jeff it. Dunham of surgery. Writing <laughs> <laughs> that down. So, through James Watts, Walter would perform sur- brain surgeries by proxy. There's cranial operations of Watts, wrist deep in a patient's brain, literally looking back at Walter in the corner of the room. And Walter's like, you know, pantomiming, like, you know, counterclockwise, this is deeper. You know what I mean? Like, these are archival footage, <laughs> not footage, like stills of like him coaching Watts through these fucking operations. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Yes. There's even reports of both doctors holding the same tool, but it's 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 okay. It's copacetic because Watts was licensed and Walter was just his assistant, you know, keeping the tool steady. But it he was just hanging probably out. yeah, it was probably Walter just like get that, get in there with They're that. They're shooting shit. the shit. That's like that time that Andrew took me up in his airplane, and it's like one of those two cockpit boys, and I'm sitting in front and I could like steer it for a little bit. You know, imagine I'm the pilot. I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't trust you. You're in the middle of the plan. sky, dude. I don't know anything. I don't know shit. I'm just trying to get as close as I can to the beach so I can see titties. Yeah. <laughs> Safety Ooh. is number two. That's the best yeah. reason to learn how to fly. I'm gonna yeah. look down see titties. Yeah, I want to see these hot titties. <laughs> That's pretty hot, time. I'm harassed. Uh. It kind of reminded me of the time, similar to your situation, where, you know, when your friend falls asleep next to you, you're like, not gay, but you grab their hand, and then you use their hand to jerk you <laughs> off. <laughs> no, yeah, I've seen that. I always uh, wanted to fly like a bird, so. Well, Mike, one day, 
I'll let you drive my car. <laughs> it's a Jeep Wrangler, ninety nine. Oh, okay, and, it, and it's very tall, so mm. it feels like you're flying like a bird. <laughs> anyway, Cody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's doing more hand jobs. The first unfortunate patient of Walter and, you know, to some extent James, was a woman by the name of Alice Hood Hamad. 63-year-old housewife suffering from insomnia and mixed bipolar disorder. Uh-oh. Mm. So, she's, she's, she's got it bad. Freeman would coach Watts. The two would perform a prefrontal lobotomy together. Disconnecting Jeez. the cords from the thalamus after you saw the fucking top of your dome open. The operation lasted roughly two hours. And it was a... It's pretty very, quick. Yes, these are, these are quick. Because it's uh, it's a... Though dangerous and complicated, it's, it's kind of like, you know, unscrew it. In and out, no bullshit. Snippy, snippy, screw it back on, and, you're, and we're okay. Not for the patient, it would be debilitating, like, you know, getting back on your feet and feeling normal, quote-unquote normal, but for the general operation, two hours. So, Cody, I got a question. The They're yeah. actually, like, cutting the entire, like, skull off into, like, a, a bowl? Like, you know, like, removing it? Yeah. They're not, like, yeah. cutting a like hole a quarter, in it? It's like a, the front quarter of your brain gets sawed off, and they go in there, and they snippy snippy, and they put it back. Oh, okay. So it's not like a. So that's okay. Oh my god. That, the, the 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 pokey the pokey into the brain comes a little bit later, Travis. Okay. But right now, prefrontal, you saw a hole, you, you, you open it up, you unplug things, and you put it back. Again, like I said, roughly two hours operation. Oh. Mild partial success. Alice suffered some convulsions afterwards, but Alice's husband, not Alice herself, stated she was mostly normal and cheerier. She enjoyed, <laughs> yes, she quote unquote enjoyed the theater more. So it's just like I, I guess she's better. Got to stop talking. Yeah. You never see a simple person clap hands at a movie. <laughs> like, you, oh yeah, you go yeah, to like hitting the wrist. Yeah, when you go see like uh, Star Wars, reluctantly, you know, one of those releases, and there's that guy who's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> tricky. This <laughs> is real happy, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, 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 nothing wrong with it, but you know, it goes from <laughs> not being able to sit in the chair to that. So it's a, it's an improvement. I hate I, when you're yes. in the movie theater and people asking questions to themselves, like, "Is that a Wookie?" Oh my God! Did he just do that? Like, yeah, we're all sitting in the movie there. He just did that. We all saw that. Like, you don't need to ask yeah. anyone. That's one of my favorite questions. Mm. Did did he just do that? When? Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. You, Sorry. Dude. Sorry for the tangent, Cody. That's all good. It's what this show is, and we sound great doing them now. Well, now that we have these new microphones, I'm trying to do mm. more tangents <clears throat> in a shorter amount of time, mm. so the people can really get their laughs in. And yeah, or enriching. by that, we can really up our embarrassment moments, because I know that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Travis, yeah. you've embarrassed yourself, what, twice already this episode? Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. I felt bad about several of the comments I made. I don't know. I'm still working on myself. I felt right bad now. when I used your yeah. hand. When, I felt bad when I used your hand when you fell asleep next to me, Tom. I, I was, was going to say, I, I forgive you already. It's fine. I remember that feeling. No, you didn't. You were asleep. You didn't remember the feeling. No, I remember the feeling of stickiness the next day. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Anyway, Alice Hood-Hamad, her remaining five years were very cheery. So it's like, whoa, she only lived five years after this? We don't know if that was her or the fucking you know, head surgery. She was 63. 
But her husband's like, yeah, she was great after you did all that. Her husband, not herself, made those claims. Keep in mind. We did anal. He's probably a sicko <laughs> himself. This is normal, Alice. <laughs> yeah. This so is normal. Got- if you want a baby, <laughs> I know you're 65, but if you want a baby, this is how we do it. In the butt. <laughs> so with that, that encouraged uh, Freeman and Watts. They're like, ah, oh, we did it. Nailed it. Successful. Just keep, keep on going. Do, do, do them billions now. Do a billion. A C plus. Yeah, C plus means keep going. <laughs> so by 1942, 200 prefrontal lobotomies were performed, all fucking willy nilly, haphazardly. It's like, oh, your wife is giving you attitude? Bring her in. Let's go. Oh, your kids Holy can't stop shit. daydreaming? Bring them in. Let's go. How great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Freeman yeah. even did these to correct homosexuality. She's like, oh, your, your, your fucking daughter's a lesbo? I'll get in there. Make her straight as a fucking arrow. Oh, Some terrible. brain surgery. Yeah, that's shit. Oh my. Yeah, spooky. Not good. I, I mean, I wonder what how he would have reacted to furries today. <laughs> oh, he just lop fucking heads off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see there is much damage across the entire uh, brain uh, center. We must yeah, move he just it. Cuts it off. <laughs> just, just cuts the entire head off and just tries to elbow it down a garbage disposal <laughs> of like the, the laboratory sink. He's like, "You won't be needing this." I could see the sales pitch in his office with a little laser pointer that just doesn't yeah. really have a home or a point, or he's just kind of throwing it against the wall. Right over here is where it's all fucked and scrambled. <laughs> He's shining into the patient's face. Yeah, yeah I know. Here's your problem. Well, you see that? You see how irritated she is? Not normal. I can see through your head. The homosexual thing is pretty terrible. I mean... Yeah. We'll get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> doing it to I, anyone is terrible. I don't think doing it to gay people <laughs> over anyone else is worse. Like, uh, well, that's, yeah. well, that's the thing that I think... That's the reason why I think it's more fucked up is because like some people might have like a mental disorder... And being no. gay is not a mental disorder. You know what I mean? It's a it's a total misdiagnosis yeah. that is mumbo jumbo and yeah. unnecessary brain surgery. Yeah. But if you are a raving madman, maybe you do need a little snippy snip. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Raving, yes, but I'm sure a lot of his people so, yeah. outside of the homosexuals were also probably just people with ADD. ADD, yeah. just mild you know, schizo. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like, we'll get into this. We're gonna talk about one fucker called Howard Dully, and he's got a he's got a hell of a story. <laughs> he's got a hell of a name. <laughs> <laughs> he's don't asking laugh, for he, it. Don't laugh. He's still alive. Open. He's still alive today. What? Yeah, yeah. He's still kicking today as of uh, this recording. Hey, it worked. Well, we don't know if it worked, Mike. Successful means it was done to him and it got better. Even if it was done to him and he stayed the same, that's still considered a failure because it didn't do what it was intended to do. Wait, what was it? What was wrong with him in the first place? We'll get we'll get okay. to Howard Dully. Oh, okay, okay. I'm excited. Oh, I, I see yeah, Tom I am fucking excited spoiling. To talk, I'm looking him up yeah. right now. I'm very excited to talk about this gentleman. You see his mustache? You see that mustache? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that later. All right, this all right, is great. Right, um, horrifyingly, the statistical demographic was skewed for the recipients of lobotomies. It was mostly women and children. AKA a, a demographic of people that were already spoken for that had, you know, guardians or powers of attorneys willed. So it was weird. No one really wanted to give themselves a lobotomy, but they were like, oh, like my wife is crazy, lobotomize her. Like my son is crazy, lobotomize him. You know what I mean? It's, so it's like, right. is this really something that's beneficial if people actually don't want it done to themselves? Mm hmm. Mm. Hey, I don't. I don't want to work out, but I know it's beneficial. You need a lobotomy. Lobotomize Tom. 
Yeah, lobotomized. Something's me. wrong with you, Tom. I think. I wish that people were like that, but with like nowadays, but with liposuction. They're like, hey, guess what? He's too fat. Uh, we'll just give him some free liposuction. Get rid of it. Diabetes gone. That's what not how you? that works. Don't yeah. worry about it. Travis, no, I worry. don't make fun of you for being skin. a big boy, but you're not like a disgusting pig. No, I'm just saying, you know, who doesn't want to like shave off some pounds? I'm just saying, like, instead of shaving off my brain cells, shave <laughs> off my stem cells. You know what I'm saying? Oh, elliptical machine. Yeah, I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. That's too hard. That's like, that's the oh, same thing. Way. Like, these people could have gone to a therapist, but they don't want to do that. It's too hard. <laughs> yes, it was too hard. It was too expensive or it was too time consuming yeah to, to you know because that's the that's the other fucking so that ra- is cheaper treatment. oh yeah mike well i'll tell you a therapist uh, spoilers like freeman was eventually doing these for 25 fucking dollars <laughs> oh damn what a bargain yeah <laughs> that's less than a parking space at the providence mall <laughs> look at that so these prefrontal lobotomies would sometimes be performed while the patient was conscious just so they know how deep they were going. Oh, God. Yeah, so Freeman would like to document the conscious reflexes of aware patients. He would ask his patients, while their brain was exposed, to recite the names of presidents, repeat the Lord's Prayer, or count backwards from 100 by 7. By seven. What the fuck? I can't do that. <laughs> I can't even do that. Yeah, I can't do that with my head closed. It's like 93. Yeah, who's the president? Tommy Callahan. <laughs> and they would just well, keep picking into your brain until you stop. he's obviously very ill. Yeah. Keep digging. So like, keep poking. Yeah, they just deeper. He didn't fuck up yet. So like, if it was me on the operating table, I'd be like, count backwards from 100s by 7. I'd be like, 400. You're deep enough. He's like, sir, we haven't even opened your skull. I'm just like, it's, you're fine. You're good. Leave me alone. Well, I feel much better. Thank you. <laughs> good day. Thank you for the ice bath. <laughs> yes. So after a decade, you know, 1942 is when they started. After a decade, the duo, uh, Freeman Watts, reported 63 improved with some relapses. So I don't even know if that's an improvement if they, you know, some of them went back to normal. That's a failure. Six, well, right? some Yeah, they're just traumatized for two weeks for a guy sticking a needle in, next to their eye. Dude, we're not there yet. We're not. That's not the lobotomy we're at yet, Tom. This oh, is. Oh, sorry. This is yeah. the head open. Is scramble it. Put it back. I mean, either either way, like I they, like people get put under for like dentistry. You know what I mean? Like this is your brain. Like oh, my, so, my dad got his hip replaced a while ago at the VA, yeah. and they obviously put you under for that shit. But he was oh, like, yeah. he was telling me when he was recovering, he was like, one of the guys was like, I don't want to go under. And when you get your hip for your hip replaced. And when you get your hip replaced, you're literally using a fucking bone saw. Like you can smell burning bone. You know, yeah, like yeah. on his leg. Imagine somebody Jesus. doing that to your head, and you're just like, you're gonna uh, be fucked regardless. Fuck and they're asking you to do math while it's going on <laughs> yeah, too. Right? Like, yeah, seven. Yeah, like, go. Fuck you. What is your favorite <laughs> number eight? Uh, I know I do shameless plugs all the time, but the, uh, the heavy hole episode we did with Steve Grimmett of Grim Reaper. That gentleman lost his leg. Mm. Oh, yeah, I saw those pictures. Oh, I'm blanking. I think it was Colombia or Ecuador where he had to get the leg removed, and they did Ooh. not put him down. Ooh. Yeah, no. Oh, boy. Yeah, so if you want to hear like a firsthand encounter of that, go listen to the Steve Grimmett episode of Civil Heavy War Hole. style. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, he had to do it twice, by the way. Well, he's only can do it twice, twice right? Like one leg, two legs? Well, no, he just chokes up on the leg. Oh. <laughs> two different sections of the leg. Oh. Same yeah. leg. Uh. 
it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but uh, my back. Kind of. Yeah, come on back, Cody. Bring us in. <laughs> All right. So again, sixty-three improved with some relapses, twenty-four unchanged, and fourteen markedly worse. So, oh. if you want to, yeah, if you want to simplify that, if this, if you got an academic, a U.S. public school academic letter grade on that, that's an F. Like sixty-three percent success rate is an F. That's roughly two-thirds success rate. So, like, right. you know, why is this? Why is this procedure being, you know, done? And the answer was because the patients were supposed to, it was supposed to be a last resort. The patients wouldn't have a lot to lose, but a lot to gain, which is what made the 63% uh, rate. They claimed. Yeah, that, that's why it was allowed to proceed, even though the success rate was so low. Also, the success rate being that low was probably a fake thing, too, because remember, you're including homosexuals in this. So these are people like homosexuals. With no other brain trauma or anything like that. They're just normal-ass motherfuckers. So when they go, hey, uh, are you cured? Yeah, <laughs> I'm cured. They're yep, like, thank you. Henry, are you sure you don't want to suck a penis? <laughs> no, I'm good on I'm that good. penis. <laughs> Please don't cut me open again. <laughs> Anything else not get cut open. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of false, false positives. For there. sure. Yes. Uh, the PBS documentary <laughs> I watched retorted, calling a lobotomy successful is calling an automobile accident successful. So, like, think of it like that. Yeah. Okay. I like that phrasing. Yeah. So, after this decade of lobotomies, Freeman revolutionizes his smoothening process, his brain smoothening process. Oh, Walter Heath. next level. Yeah. Let's, let's upgrade this <laughs> shit, Mike. 2.0. Let's 2.0. Mike, how would you... Okay. Hold on. Before you tell us how he evolves it, Mike, how would you... He's cutting out the front section of your head right now. If you had to make yeah. someone's brain smoother, better, how would you do it? I can make someone's brain better? Smoother. Smoother. Oh, Like, what technique would you use? You gotta you got, you got hit them in the head in a certain way. <laughs> With what? Like a blunt object. Yeah, Not name one. that would kill them. Yeah, name, maybe what, would you, what, would you, what would you brain a fucker with? Let me know. Probably a baseball bat. Mike, I thought you would get a lot more fun with that. I'll be that honest. That was pretty terrible, right? <laughs> that was a bad take on that, Mike. I was thinking you'd say something like, you know, you got to slice them open and throw some red bone bearings in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was thinking you hit in the head with something, you, you get fixed, I feel like. You got to run them over with like a 69 Impala. I'm really disappointed put, because you put are... Put bearings in your head? Yeah, just throw them in there, man. <laughs> like these guys are... Smooth it out. Let them rattle around. Take the shields off, make it make it real loud. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Get them loud pipes going. All right. Well, either oh, way, Mike, uh, thank you for being the voice. Sorry of the about smooth that. Brain. That was <laughs> that was that was pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. I felt like you overthought that one. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walk it you off. Come you, up with witty shit all I, I the time. I saw this. Uh, I saw this Oasis documentary, and uh, it was pretty funny. The fucking what was that the lead singer of the band? He's like I don't Noel Gallagher. Gallagher. He's like, I was just a fucking loser until I got hit in the head with a brick, and then I became a rock and roll star. <laughs> there you go. Bricks work. Oh, I can't wait for the Gallaghers to, to have fun time. So I figure that's how you become, you just fix everything. You hit right, in the head no, with something. Right. I get that. I get that. There we go. Yeah, point yeah, of view. Yeah. All right, so Cody, how did they change, uh, how did he change his brain smoothening? So your boy Freeman, Walter Freeman, hears of an Italian physician, Amaro Fiamberti, and he's doing the head pokies through the fucking eye socket, like Tom was mentioning earlier. 
So it's just like, oh, we don't need to saw open the fucking skull. We can just go into the fucking eye socket, mess the shit up, and be done with it. Easy, easy, it sounds easy. Sounds even worse. Does it, Mike? It sounds revolutionary. It sounds yeah. next level, next I, gen lobotomies, Mike. I'd have Mike. to agree with Mike. That does sound worse. <laughs> there you go. So the prefrontal lobotomy is obsolete. Now it's all about the transorbital lobotomy. Brain surgery through the eye sockets. Thanks, Satan. I hate it. So, late yeah, 1940s. New era. New era. Two, we're 2.0ing head surgeries. Dude, right this now. is like when the iPad, iPod stopped being an iPod, and now it's an iPhone. Yeah. It's an and iPhone. Then Steve Jobs ghosts. He came back and he was like, guess what? You got something new. Give me your money. He's always listening. Give me money. <laughs> so, here we have the 1940s. Walter practices this procedure on all the cadavers he can get his hands on. He experiments, he grinds, he refines it. Um, unsure if this was a joke, but Walter was reported to attempt to calm a patient's anxiety by touting he successfully practiced uh, transorbital lobotomies on countless, countless grapefruits. Oh, <laughs> that is a real dentist joke <laughs> right there. Yeah, so he's like, don't worry, I've done this to a billion grapefruits. You're good. You're in good hands, kid. And she's like, uh, wh what now? It's not like a nautical star tattoo. <laughs> you can't yeah. just do that on a grapefruit and call it a day. <laughs> and then what's a successful well, grapefruit lobotomy? Uh, the grapefruit Sounds didn't complain. You know what I mean? Like The way you lobotomize grapefruit is you just take that shit, throw it straight in the garbage because it's disgusting. Hey, shut yeah. the fuck up. It doesn't matter how much <laughs> sugar you, a mountain of sugar you put nah, on it. Grapefruit's gross. Grapefruits are gross. Gross. You're, you're a, a twisted <laughs> tea fairy. <laughs> I'm a man who likes things with flavor, such as real beer. And when I say that, I mean Coors Light. Um, gasoline. <laughs> and with that is grapefruit. Grapefruit tastes just like gasoline. I love it. I'll smell it till the day I died. You can fucking stings your eyes like gasoline. Y yeah, it does. <laughs> Who the hell wants that? Just throw You'd it in the grateful. garbage. I don't, I don't like grapefruit. It's nasty. Yeah, well, Mike, it's fine. We don't need to agree on everything, but Travis... Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, I don't nah, care. Man. That shit's delicious. It tastes like, uh, tastes like the inside of a monkey shop. Tom, go to jail. Tom needs to be lobotomized. I feel that. So, do you know why I do that? Because we had so many technical difficulties to make this work tonight. This is the second week we're trying this episode. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> second kind of charm. So we have Walter Freeman beginning the initial processes of transorbital lobotomies, a.k.a. an ice pick in your eye. And not, not your eye, your eye socket. It doesn't go through the eye. It goes under the eye. And it goes in. Um, Walter Freeman's son admitted the first surgical implements that were used for this came directly out of the Freeman kitchen household kitchen drawer. Uh, so it was a literal ice pick that was used for the first few. Honey, days. what'd you do with them Asian forks that we keep getting when we get General Tows? I have a surgery oh. tomorrow. I'm glad you asked. I'm, I'm very, them. very, very proud. Of this new process I've I've got going on, it's called Chinese. <laughs> oh jeez, Chinese! It's the Wu hand sticky eyeball. <laughs> Ooh, that's what we're calling it. <laughs> Sounds like a delicacy. <laughs> sticky eyeball. How do they sneak that shit around your eyeball? 
I don't know, but uh, anything that falls out goes directly into the walk <laughs> for us to file. <laughs> that goes, uh, I think it goes, it just, they just, your eyeball squishy, so it just kind of gets out of the way when something cold and hard and metal mm. is uh, pressed against See, it. See, I was thinking a smarter way from Ugh. the very scientific movie that came out in 1989 with Brendan That's Fraser, what? Uh, what? where the ancient Egyptians would go through the nose when they no. embalmed things. That's true, but no. Why wouldn't you do the lobotomy through the no. nose like the ancient Egyptians? Ugh. I think you want to kill someone nose. that way. Yeah, you don't want well, to. You don't want them dead. You just you want kill them people both of these ways. Yeah, yeah you well don't say. want them dead. You just want them spending their afternoons on the trampoline. <laughs> Here's the abysmally convenient thing about transorbital lobotomies: because they didn't require a saw or a drill, it technically isn't neurosurgery. What? It's just extreme acupuncture. So someone that got their fucking surgical license revoked could still do these. Eh? Eh? You catching my drift? Yes, yes, it's me, Walter, the finest. I can do these. (laughs) So your uh, back worked on too. Yeah. So how fucking convenient. It's not technically surgery invented by some guy that doesn't have his fucking technical surgical license anymore. This is like some Reiki shit, dog. But it's still a fucking spike in your head, and he's just like, it's acupuncture. So, Walter we can't argue would we- that. Let's walk away. <laughs> yeah, quickly. <laughs> Briskly walk away. Walter would wedge a needle up under your eyeball, shove it through the thin bony bits behind your eyes, two, uh. Uh, two and three quarters inches. So that, that's, that's, that's a fucking lot. That's like half of a dollar bill Ooh, length of a needle cool. going into your fucking eye. And then he would use a mallet, Give it some fucking love taps on the end of the ice pick. What the fuck? And then he would, once once he gets past the bone, he would do a windshield wiper motion and then a beer bottle opening motion. Oh! To get all the juicy bits severed. No! Just, oh. Yes. Imagine somebody cracking a beer and the beer is your brain. <laughs> Gotta get in there. Oh. That was yeah. before they invented Never. the twist tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and just so you know, rinse and repeat for the second eye socket. So it's not a oh you're good after one. It's like we gotta hit these both. Yeah, uh-huh. and he's dude. He's popping a certain cord in your brain. I always thought it was like one big cord. You know, like that. What your your medulla oblongata yeah, no, or whatever the fuck the, that is. There's basal ganglia. There's basal ganglia all over the place. It's just the the the, the stringy parts that attach it to your thalamus. Oh yeah, yeah. So So it's like when you open up a clam and there's those dingleberry things that are like keep it. You know what I mean? Like you open the clam, right? And as you see, like little strings. Uh Uh, When you you crack open a pumpkin, when you crack open a pumpkin, it's like the stringies bits in that. Yeah, yeah, Mike. You can see you're gonna need a you're gonna need like one or two days for your eyeballs to not be swollen shut anymore because there was a mallet being driven through like a mallet was fucking used on your eye socket so you're out of commission for like two or three days but yes you will be able to see after these you probably feel real weird after that i'm just like a picture that in my head right <laughs> you don't feel anything after that <laughs> they like two days after just like whoa that was fucking intense we'll talk about fucking howard dully in a fucking minute but yeah, yeah. Uh, oh how, how do you feel after that <laughs> i just want to sit down 
Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. If they could say that, Mike, that's exactly what they would say. He's like, just want to sit down forever, man. Fuck, man. You so, sound like Randy Newman after that. <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> 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 Put me in a wheelchair, ma. <laughs> Get me back home and make some beans from the camp for me. Let's have a night afternoon. Wow. Randy, when did you get here? Uh, my brother makes uh, salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Start making fun of me, Travis. Your average American mental hospitals love this fucking procedure as most mental hospitals didn't have an on-site surgical theater. You know what I mean? Most mental hospitals were like, oh, just just, just rest. Just close your eyes and rest. This is the best thing for you. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. And they don't have, like, surgical theaters. But, hey, fucking transorbital lobotomies, not technically surgeries. You can just do these Outpatient, anyway. dog. Anyway. We don't want to pay right for you. Right in the fucking ward. No, around the get street. the fuck out of here. Poke they you probably the came to leave. your house. Oh, yeah, they definitely came to the house. They came to your shady motel rooms. Uh, That's oh. convenient. And later on, we'll talk about something called the Lobotomobile. Believe it or not. <laughs> oh, was that? Did that share the same vehicle <laughs> as like the the big hot dog that drives around? Oh, the Oscar yeah. Mayer. Yeah. Truck. Oh, I was in that truck once. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did yeah. it smell yeah. like? Uh, well, my my older sister. I think we were. I, I think I was about seven. My older sister tried out to be in a commercial for Oscar Mayer. Oh, uh, oh we didn't cool. even eat meat at this point. <laughs> uh, but, but she was trying to be I'll a baloney babe. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to be a baloney babe, an eleven-year-old baloney babe. <laughs> My baloney has a first name. It's N Y Q U I L. Yeah, it was a weird childhood. But anyway, yeah. let's go. Mental hospitals also praised the transorbital lobotomy because it turned a screaming loon that was, you know, swinging from the rafters into a half-docile vegetable that would just, you know, giggle every time the faucet dripped. Like, ah, woo. So, like, it, it saved the hospital bottom line. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't have to wash feces off the wall today. Like, the guy was just in his, you know, chair, calm as a fucking cucumber. It didn't cure the crazy. It just cured the violent crazy into, yeah. you know, calm crazy. So mental hospitals would push lobotomies on all their patients because it was, again, beneficial to the bottom line. It, it, it simplified caretaking. You just got to sponge the drool off of the corner of his mouth every, like, you know, six hours and you're good. Mm. So, Thank God. And also, whether it succeeded or failed also protected the hospital's bottom line. If the transorbital lobotomy went pear-shaped and he died, it's still one less guy you got to, you know. Yeah, right. Save money. Yeah. So. Take so we have the prefrontal lobotomy, and then we have the transorbital yep. lobotomy. What's yes. just a frontal the lobotomy? Are we getting there? Uh, the frontal lobotomy was kind of what the, the coring that that Portuguese guy Moniz was doing. Oh, uh, okay. So, like, that was like the drill it in, get the core, stringy core out, oh, okay. a.k.a. the leucotomy. And then the prefrontal was just like, we'll take the front wedge off and disconnect everything. And now we're at, like, the Charizard, like evolutionary apex where it's just like going through the eyeball pokey pokey because one of my you're one of my favorite quotes from uh tom waits you know the singer oh, tom waits. He, he said uh I'd, ra <laughs> I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy everyone would agree with that How about that <laughs> yeah 
Words More of like, wisdom. I'd rather obviously. have uh, What a nice guy Tom Waits is. You know, he's got the words. He's got the voice of a refrigerator. <laughs> he is just fantastic. Tom Waits goes. <laughs> um, so one of the things that kept Freeman doing these uh, transorbital lobotomies was that the patients wouldn't complain about him. He didn't have a lot of complaints in his complaint box because... The transorbital lobotomy destroyed the part of your brain that made it possible to complain. Oh, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't get complaints. It would be like, Mike, if I chopped off your hands and like, show of hands, who objects to that? No one? Good. Moving on <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, he was doing that. Just like, <laughs> none of my patients He'd complain. Be, so. uh, Leopold would be a big fan of that study. Oh, yeah. Both of them. <laughs> what is Yelp? <laughs> <laughs> I feel okay. There you go. That's exactly what it. Great impression, Mike. A plus. Yeah. Give us yeah. five stars on iTunes. Yeah. Go on. Five many of stars. Five many of stars. <laughs> and also, loved ones wouldn't complain either because if you're the loved one of someone that you you know made lobotomized, saying you know issuing a complaint would be shouldering partial blame too like i was the one that okayed this so it's like oh yeah, yeah he's fine he's never better like oh he's drooling face down and nearly suffocating himself he's like he's fine i didn't do this to him he's fine you know what i mean yeah the, he's so quiet all right yeah. so the, the the blankets now wet once a week i could deal with that because the motherfucker used to set blankets on fire <laughs> yeah nightly <laughs> so this is a huge improvement thank this you so much step up and whenever yeah. Walter Freeman would get criticisms, like, yo, this is inhuman. You're shoving needles into, fi like, brain holes. He would get, he, he would do this tactic where he would just throw out onto the desk or the podium or the pulpit, wherever he was, you know, spewing his shit off. 500 Christmas cards he, he, he got one year from all of, not his lobotomy recipients, but loved ones of his lobotomy recipients. Timmy like, got most valuable player on his baseball team. He played second base, the actual base, yeah. uh, fantastically. Just I stayed there. Cody, I have a question. No, yeah. Would you would you be able to back out of one of these things? Like, let's say like you're about to get it, and you're like, I don't want it. Like, you don't want it. If there's you no going back. If you're the person that has consent over your own body, if you're like lobotomize right, me, there and then you say no, they'll respect that. But nine out of ten times, no one offered to lobotomize themselves. No one volunteered for it. This is usually like parents of a child of a troubled yeah. child, or like the husband of a troubled wife. And that is so crazy. It's and this up. was like a day and age where like patient consent wasn't really needed. No. Well, you're also talking about a troubled wife. It was a wife of a man with a micro penis. Right. A guy. Uh, th yep, th yep, yep. There's very few people waking up one day, going to Coney Island, having a hot dog, and going, I don't enjoy this hot dog the way I used to. I'd prefer mm. to get to Lobotomy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then pulling out the last second. Yeah, they're all lunatics in their own right. Yeah, that's kind of like an adrenaline junkie. Like, nope, no lobotomy for me at the last second. And he's like, he's got his adrenaline fix for the month. So, since transorbital yeah. lobotomies weren't technically neurosurgery, it means you didn't have to administer anesthesia. It's just not a surgery. You don't got to. You don't got to put the guy under. What? No. Even not even local. Not even local. But here's 
where, but you know, it, it just people freak out when you try and shove a needle into their fucking head. So and they don't stay still. They're which is, screaming. Which, yeah, they're screaming. So you got to do something. But you know what I mean. You don't have to administer chemical anesthesia. So Walter's like, hey, I used to experience with electrotherapy. Let's hook up electrodes to this fucker's head, zap him into a seizure, which typically lasts seven or eight minutes, which is all you really need for a transorbital lobotomy. Do him up. Nice and quick. And then he won't even remember it because it was technically a surgery or a, a seizure. Oh, my got, God. What the hell? It's kind of like brain rape, you know? Oh, very good. Yeah. Good, good yeah. title. Very little consent involved. Um, Sometimes none. The only enjoyment comes out of the doctor's successes. Mm-hmm. There's an insertion. Yeah. Air quotes. I'm doing air quotes for the listeners. Yeah, at home. yeah. I saw. So we're do- we're dealing yeah. with a raper right now. Top end brain rapist. Oof. Raper or rapist? I, raper. I, I always I always gotta. He's a raper because he didn't go okay. to jail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actively <laughs> raping. Okay. Yes, he did brain not go to jail. I know. Ugh, okay, I'm not gonna explain this again. Let's yeah, no. Going. I just, I just like, I just like to see what this podcast considers a raper <laughs> versus a rapist. Yeah, well, both are terrible. We we got that down. Oh yeah, yeah. So he'd shock you into a seizure. Uh, there were reports that this seizure was so violent that the patient would fracture their own vertebra convulsing. Oh, so that, you got that oh, going for crap. him. And like I said, you'd be you'd. you'd it's unaware of like how your brain actually is mid seizure. Like maybe you are like present, but the amnesia kicks in afterwards. So like maybe you're in the moment and can see the fucking needle go, you know, behind your eyeball. A little squidgy. So it's definitely a fucking hell. I mean, it does not sound fun at all. I mean, people, thank you, Mike, people in such trauma like that can sometimes just block out chunks of their memory. Yes, yes. And the electrodes taped to your temples might help with that. Who fucking knows? Transorbital lobotomies left patients in a childlike haze. Patients often needed to relearn how to speak, walk, and use the bathroom. Often case, it was where the patient suffered overeating issues post-lobotomy. You know what I mean? They can't. They're just trying to get their head to light up from a sugar rush. They don't care if they've gained, you know, 14 pounds in the last month. 14 pounds. That's chump change. (laughs) In, a, in the last jump month, change. that's chump change. Jump change. Jump change, dog. Jump change. How many? How many months do you weigh, Travis? Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, dog. Some some months, just trying to some. make my brain light up. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Freeman would use this overeating as like a, a, a positive. It's like, look how much healthier they look. You know what I mean? Like he'd do the before and afters. Like, oh, here's how they. You know what I mean? Look before the transorbital. You know they screamed at like their fucking porridge, and now they just eat cake willy nilly, and they're healthier because they're chubbier. Well, yeah, like, this was the fifties, right? Oh yeah. So like yeah, back then, hard. Yeah, in the fifties, everyone seemed to be generally healthy. Uh, maybe maybe like they were breathing in asbestos every day. So when someone plumped mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, look at he's got a lot of health on him. He's a healthy boy. Yeah. Look at that big boy. Yeah, oh, healthy boy. <laughs> Deborah, oh, you can count the health on his role. Yeah, and for Ooh, women, yeah. and for women, they're like, oh, yeah. look, she's got more be- childbearing hips. Huh, I hips. actually believe in that a hundred percent. I look for that in a woman. I don't <laughs> want to. S- There's a great porn website you'd probably enjoy yes. called Jeff's Models. Check them out. They've got big, wide hips. Oh, okay. 
That's a fact. No it's joke a there. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. No joke. No jokes here. Healthy. Okay. Now we're going to rewind just a little bit and talk about some of the more notable patients that received lobotomies. The year is 1941. Joseph Kennedy, father of John and Robert Kennedy and a few other whatever siblings, also had a daughter by the name of Rosemary. Rosemary had a very, very unfortunate birth. When Rosemary's mother, Rose, went into labor, the doctor was late, but the nurse was on time. And you can't make this up. The moron of a nurse told the mother to hold the baby in until the doctor <laughs> arrived Jesus by closing Christ. her legs. So I want you to uh, I want you to imagine fucking that Phil Swift flex tape guy just like <laughs> slapping flex tape on that water tank that's just spewing water like seals it every time. <laughs> oh, just, so, like Rosemary's just crowning and Phil Swift just slaps her back into the womb. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Hey, bitch, stay inside. <laughs> Self, yeah. Social there's water on the floor. Stay in you know who's got to mop this? You're not. Yeah. So, and this, uh, this holding in of Rosemary uh, went on for two hours. I shit you not. So she was, like, <laughs> drowning? She was suffocated in her mother's womb. Uh-huh. Pretty fucking wow. metal. It's pretty metal. Is that Rosemary's yeah. baby? I, I, maybe that's where that comes from? I don't know. No, because but, that's uh, uh, JFK's sister. Yeah, that'll be a yeah. better title. <laughs> there, yeah. So, well, uh, I just let her out. That's a long time to hold that in. I was gonna say, did she, was she in the womb long enough to have her own baby? <laughs> no, because then like she could have a baby, and then that one could suffocate inside of her, and then you have oh, like the Russian one of the nesting rusty, dolls. Yeah. No, no, no one should ever try to do that. I That's think someone awesome. should try to do that. It's kind of like when the kids got into Travis. St- stacking cups. You should go to jail, Travis. That's that's a terrible yeah. thing. That's a you crime against humanity. You should go to rude jail. Uh, it's very rude. Uh, rude to do. Uh, so the last I'm not thing a doctor. A baby coming out of a vagina wants is a penis. <laughs> Get that out of my way. <laughs> that's disgusting. So I'm not a doctor, but ladies, if you're in labor, let it happen. Don't wait for no fucking doctor, regardless of what your dumb nurse says. And this very sad idiot decision uh, left Rosemary without oxygen. Without sufficient oxygen for two hours, and she grew up developmentally challenged. You know, throughout her early life, she was estimated to have the mental capacity of a fourth grader when she was an adult. But you know, fourth graders, not too shabby. Just get someone to file their taxes for you. You can you can probably you know go through life with a little bit of help if you've got like the intellect of a fourth grader. You know, look who's president. You are not making enough money at the lemonade stand to even do taxes, all right? So as long as she's not the front wheel of a car, it's fine. Yeah. You know, this yeah, is just what right. we're dealing with. Yeah. And she's a Kennedy kid. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't yeah, worry about you're money. a Kennedy. Fourth like, grade intellect. You're good. You're good, yeah, you're right? Good. So. You can count, you know? Yeah, you can count. You can do little multiplications. You can, uh, you know, do the verb and nouns. Nouns? All right. Gazintas. There you go. Gazintas. Right, so. you know? Kennedys do the rich white person thing and ship her to boarding schools and summer camps around the fucking clock, around the fucking calendar. At the age of 22, Rosemary would have violent outbursts that would be difficult to control. You know, she is, after all, a grown-ass woman. Uh, she was caught breaking curfew at boarding schools and camps. Um, so, quick question. Did they know yeah. what went wrong, or were they just dumb Irish fucks? They're like, she got the famine! tar to tar <laughs> I don't know. Either works. One's funnier, I guess. <laughs> Like, were they like, uh, oh, oops, shouldn't have fucking held that bitch in, yeah, should have yeah, squirted I, her out I, on the floor. I, 
Yeah, I think they were aware at this okay. point. Like, oh, she, she's she, she's loopy because she wasn't she was oxygen star. Okay. So she's she's in her twenties. She's getting a little rowdy. Uh, the Kennedys and the nuns involved with their supervision uh, thought she was sneaking out at night. She was breaking curfew. They thought she was sneaking out at night and cohorting with quote unquote unsavory men. That's not good. We can't have that. We're fucking Kennedys. Yeah. 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 So oh, wow. Joseph and Rose were afraid her daughter would get an STD, get pregnant, or otherwise embarrass the Kennedy by showing up in the, the Kennedy name by showing up in fucking tabloids. We've already got an embarrassing accent. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I, I can't even so, do a Boston accent. Tom, can you do it? JFK, so imagine if a woman with giant breasts and a <laughs> severe temper tantrum pension came after you. So, hey, I hate the nuns. Let me see that penis. <laughs> you sounded like Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's kind of like that, Boston. you know? One of those movies. Yeah. yeah. So, our boy Joseph Kennedy greenlit Walter Freeman to lobotomize her. This was Walter's 66th lobotomy. So he's got a few under his belt. What could, what could go wrong? Uh, so close. He needed, wrong. What he's he doing needed three more for it to go right. Three more. Nice. So Rosemary was asked to recite <laughs> God Bless America while a fucking needle was driven into her skull. Oh, That's a hard one. And when she deviated or became unintelligible in God Bless America, Walter and Watts were like, we're done. Hit the gold. Close her up. We're fine. That's it. We're good. That's a wrap. Pack, pack her up. We're good. We're good. We're done. She's speaking Ship Portuguese now. <laughs> no, wait. Portuguese deeper. Now it's Latin. So a little deeper. All right. Now it's just mumbles and complaints. Man, we're good. So, yeah, we're good. Does ever, did everyone have a disc man growing up? Mike, you might have not yeah. had one. Yeah, sure. I did. Good? I had a disc man. Okay. So I had one that was like super anti sh- like shock. Remember they had the thing where it would read a little bit of bar- part of your CD so you it would wouldn't skip, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, a little screen. Yeah, it was like adva- progressive reading. Walk so, a little bit of a memory. Yeah, board. so I had one and I like it was beat to shit and like I just bought a new one, a gold Sony boy. So I was like, let me see how much I can shock this guy. So I was like throwing it against trees, like oh, with God. my headphones plugged in, like dragging it behind my skateboard, like swinging it like a morning star. Yeah. And I was like, when is it going to break? Why? When is it going to skip? And I feel like that's <laughs> my <laughs> like sixth grade self had the same thought process that this guy had. When is she going to oh, yeah. skip? I, I don't when know. she breaks, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that is true. Because, uh, well, I, to be fair, I think you can be summarized as the doctor and patient <laughs> in some of that story that you just God told. God bless America. <laughs> so a body once told me the world is made of cheese. <laughs> imagine that, like, imagine that, like a needle going into your eye, and the doctor's like, "I'm gonna need you to recite All Star." Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. So. Didn't go great. Rosemary was reduced to an incontinent, wheel-bound, non-communicating flesh heap. Her fourth-grade intellect was stripped down to that of a two-year-old. So she had a little Jeez. bit of brain. Now she's just she was a Kennedy with fourth-grade school like intellect. She could have been fine. Now she's just a two-year-old. So John Not, F. Kennedy. Yeah. There. Well, there you go. I mean, he couldn't keep his penis in his pants. Well, that's fine. A that's two year old. Disorder. Yeah, I, when I was two years old, I couldn't keep my penis in my pants. And I still can't because uh, my fly always falls down. I hate Let's that. Let's get I'm this just... guy a lobotomy. 
poke him. Ruinously poke him quickly, doctor. Yeah. Yeah, we get one so of those the Kennedys. Teams. My eyes hurt thinking about getting a lobotomy. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna squ- you're gonna squirm in the next uh, in the next section, Mike. Uh, just to wrap up, the Kennedys quietly had her institutionalized while JFK was running for office. The paparazzi wondered why she was in why she was literally not in the family picture. You know what I mean? Like the paparazzi's like, "Oh, do you have a you have a sister?" And he was like, "Oh, she's a." Per- don't talk about her. They didn't talk about her, and the reasoning, their cover up story was, "Oh, Rosemary is a very perfectly healthy." Recluse, yeah, she, camera she's, shy. She's she's fine. She, she just she's a recluse. Don't look for her. She's not here. She's having a great time at Sandals Resort. We've bought the room. <laughs> Here's the receipt. <laughs> now, Thomas, yeah, shall we talk about Howard Dully. I'd love to. I want to yes. see what this boy looks like before we. Tom, can you throw him in the chat? I'll, yeah, throw... I'll throw him in the chat. All right, fine. You do it. Yes. Dude, so, the guy from uh, Orange County Choppers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> basically, this guy is a hero. Oh yeah, there you go. I see it now. Good mustache. He's still he's alive today, as of this recording. Uh, upper seventies, I think. So, year is nineteen forty-six, and we have a twelve-year-old Howard Dully, and Howard was defiant, and he looked mean, according to Freeman's notes. Um, Freeman wrote down, Howard Dully objects to sleeping. He hates washing. Um, he wears sweaters on hot days, refuses to wear undershirts on chilly days, daydreams too frequently, and turns lamp on during daylight, turns on lamps during daylight hours. It would be a shame to wish Howard on anybody. This is where a lobotomy was recommended sa- by Walter Freeman. That sounds like a normal kid. That's a totally normal kid. What kid doesn't walk Wait, around the house and turn on the lights and then leave? Yeah, I mean, oh, I've done some dumb shit. Eh. Oh, he Why daydreams not? too much. Let's do brain surgery on the fucker. This is a normal kid. This is a normal... Oh, I would have definitely gotten one. If <laughs> yeah, was, there yeah, you go. I was Mike. born back then. Mike, you would have gotten probably more than one. <laughs> yeah, they give me the, the, the eye puncture one and then the one through the... Uh, oh, yeah, double up on the lobotomies. Went to the nose, too. Oh. The mommy returns? So, yeah. So. <laughs> Brendan Fraser gave me it. Freeman was just like, yeah, this kid this kid needs a fucking lobotomy. And just as a quick rewind, uh, the Portuguese doctor, Moniz, was just doing lobotomies as a last resort on the crazies, on the already crazies. And here's Walter just like, yeah, this 12-year-old needs one now. So little loose with it. And so here's You want a, me to drop this picture? of? I got, I got... So here's here's oh, fucking yeah. Howard oh. getting fucking lobotomized. Oh my the, god! There's those black eyes, Mike. So yes, you you can fuck. You can fucking see after it, but you're out of commission for a few days. Um, that looks terrible. Yes, very bad. I just want to point and, out. Uh, look at this fucking Walter with his fucking Rolex doing this shit. Fuck that guy. There, yep. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. It looks like a big ass pen. Yeah, going into his eye. That that's that's three that that's two and three quarters inches into that man's brain, that child's brain. Excuse me. Holy Ooh. shit! And the ghoulish part of this is Howard wasn't notified or informed that this was going to happen. Howard went into therapy one day, and Freeman just hooked him up to electrodes and and was like, "You're not going to feel a thing. Catch you on the other side." So Howard was a Howard hell? was a grown ass adult when he found out he's been lobotomized. 
Wow. So yeah, yeah. and like yeah. his so, family uh, probably didn't tell him, right? Like literally. No, the like... fa- no, the family didn't tell him. So uh, I think he found out when he uncovered these fucking photos of it happening to him. So imagine you're going through a family album and you see a picture of you you don't remember anything of, and there's an ice pick in your fucking face. That's you don't. Oh, whoa! What's this about? That's creepy as fuck. Yes. I honestly think that Brian Cranston should put on about 150 pounds and play this guy in a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be very, very good. So, fortunately, Howard lived a mo- well, he's still alive, lives a mostly normal life. Howard struggled with alcoholism and homelessness early on, but he bagged a computer science degree and worked most of his life as a driving instructor. He's even written and published his memoirs, and as of this recording, he's still alive, aged 71, I think, in Florida. But don't quote me on that Florida thing. I just assume that's where all old people retire to. <laughs> Fuck you, Howard! That's him now, if you want to look at this picture. Yeah, he's, he's, a st- he's, he's a good guy. You would, you'd never be able to... Looks normal. You'd, be, you'd never be able to tell that, oh, that's a lobotomy recipient there. If he wasn't suffering through alcoholism, I would say I'd have a beer with that guy. <laughs> yeah. I think he's good now. I, I think he's good now. I'd have... Yeah, but most alcoholics that just... Yeah. Don't drink anymore because they should. I'd have a fruit hey. juice with him as long as it wasn't grapefruit, the most disgusting fruit in the world. Seltzer. Shut your fucking <laughs> mouth, Tom. It's <laughs> we have a problem here. We have to sit you down. It's the only fruit on the face of the planet that can teach you the hardships of life. <laughs> Every other fruit is lying to you. <laughs> After Howard found out he's been lobotomized, he made it apparent in his memoirs that he was difficult to be self-motivated and has been plagued with a, a spooky, incomplete feeling for the rest of his life. Yeah, because so, they dug a it, fucking it, piece it, of his brain out of his eyeballs! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. but before he knew he's been lobotomized, he said he felt very incomplete and difficultly self-motivated. Just what I said so before! It, you don't need to know! Your fucking brain's been fucking grapefruit spooned out! Another oh, terrible right. thing! Very good, sir. <laughs> well... Yeah. I feel that way, but I can't blame it on a stick in my head. The year is 1946, and mental hospitals, as you can imagine, are chock full of PTSD-affected GIs. What a great way to fucking hand out lobotomies. So, like, oh, you've seen the horrors of war and are untilted. Let's shove a spike in your face. Here we go. We're doing it. So, like, so the duo Watts and Freeman just go out and have a field day making bank. You know, ruinously poking all these veterans. Uh, Freeman at this point says, "Any damn fool could learn it in an afternoon." So he's, he's like, "This is this is easy stuff." Poking people in the brain. <laughs> it's easy oh, wow. to do this shit. Yeah, yeah. You just so it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like he's having standards for this. Like to him, a, a, a successful one is like a, a successful lobotomy is like, "Oh, my uh, Alice Hood Hamat enjoyed the theater af- and lived five more years after I did one to her." Successful. I mean, anyone can make nice. a scrambled egg. Very, very good, <laughs> Travis. It's like good. the first thing they teach you when you're trying to cook something: put egg in the pan, take ice, mash pick, it, mash, mash it. <laughs> uh, Freeman once told Watts that I don't believe in all that germ crap. <laughs> so these lobotomies were done no gloves, no masks, and unwashed hands. And it was even reported nice. that Freeman would often get this chew gum during 
the lobotomy. Ah, oh, jeez. So Got to pass the time ima- somehow. Yeah, can you imagine, like, you're, 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 you know what I mean? Like, you're being shocked unconscious, and the last memory you have is your doctor chewing a yeah. gum stick. Like, don't worry. Minty. I'll do great, kid. It's big league ice pick. <laughs> yeah, that was that's the catch. It was big league chew. So he had just like a huge clump of bubble gum on yeah. the side of his mouth. <laughs> Relax, kid. I'm just gonna play sports in your brain for a bit. Nighty <laughs> night, zap. And as uh, as I said fucking earlier, Walter was fucking charging twenty five dollars a pop for these. Two hundred and ninety bucks, modern day equivalent, but still. $25. That's, Cody, that's very questionable. Cody, do you know if he double dipped? Was he like, this ice pick, good for two? He would wipe them off. <laughs> he wouldn't sterilize them. <laughs> and that was one of the things that like got people to think it was a minor surgery because they'd gauze up your eye, poke the hole in, do the mallet, swish it around, bottle cap over everything. And then when they pull it out, they would make sure they run it through the gauze and when it came out, it came out clean. So people thinking when the needle comes out clean that it's not cr- incredibly invasive. Like, oh, there's not blood on that. How could this be invasive? Oh. But the reality was like he was doing a small sleight of hand to wipe off the, the brain guts and blood in the gauze that was protecting your eye. Oh. So and he saved like, that for later to put on a, yeah, a charcuterie. So, it was definitely, yeah. Oh. Oh no! God damn! So what the fuck! So, <laughs> Mike definitely want, takes best reaction on that one. Yeah, so definitely yeah, wipes down like, the ice pick. Yeah, no, I share that sentiment hundred percent. So it, it's speculated that Walter adopted the Ford Assembly Align approach here, because it's just like get them in, get them out, do it quick, do it efficiently, try to get it right in the process, charge them twenty five bucks. American industrialism, you know what I mean? Like, get a gum. Chew some gum. Fantastic. Chew gum, don't wash your hands. Uh, no masks. Yeah, fuck it, why not? And Walter would teach this procedure to psychologists. Psychologists. Not psychiatrists, psychologists. No offense to any psychologist listeners, but that those doctors aren't even able to prescribe medicine. What Cody's trying to say right now is that your art is a scam. Yeah, Everything be- <laughs> you think about Freud and having sex with mothers and whatnot yeah. is just a whole bunch of mumble-jumble. You're better off praying to Jesus the Christ himself for forgiveness for your dirty, dirty thoughts yeah. and your inability to sleep at night because you're thinking about shit you did in the second grade. <laughs> Psychologists are glorified high school guidance counselors. For your brain. No offense. Hold those nuts in. But it's just like, they're just... Tell me how you feel, and I'll try and help doctors. And Walter's here teaching these people technically not surgery. So it's just like if someone's you know too and wild, if someone's too like ornery, fucking hit them with the ice. Pack. Yeah, now they now that you teach a psycho uh. psychologist Reiki. It's good stuff. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just like all right, I'm gonna wave your hands all over you. Just me. This is kind of medicine. At least they're not sticking picks in your brain. At least it's just magic yes. Jedi forces that are healing your bones. Mm. Thank Ooh. God. Touch this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> scheduling his Reiki appointment right now. Yeah. <laughs> and to wrap the entire spectacle up, there was some unapologetic showmanship involved during these demos when he was teaching, you know, these two, his medical fellows. Uh, Walter would do right-handed lobotomies, 
and then switch off to his left hand, and then do both eye sockets with the same at the same time, being ambidextrous. And Walter had a personal best as far as time for a single lobotomy. Oh, yeah, tricks. Yeah, he, he was doing it up. He was being a showman. You know, he'd be playing like horse with like people's brains. So he had a personal best for a single lobotomy, and then he had a personal be- best for lo- lobotomies performed in a single day. Twenty-five. Damn. Twenty-five so like, brain scrambles. These take eight minutes, oh, Travis. Oh my God! I'm surprised that number's so low. There's 24 hours in a day. These take eight minutes. His personal best was only 25. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but I mean, I could see. Yeah, but I could is- see like a professional piercer, right? You know, like at a tattoo shop. Like 25 uh, okay. is a great day, right? And they're yeah, okay, they're cleansing everything. You know, that's Cleanse. one little poke. Sure, they are. Walter performed at John Hopkins, the Mayo, Cl- Mayo Clinic? How do you say that? Mayo? Yeah, Mayo Clinic. No, no, it Mayo is Hellman's Clinic. Clinic. Mayo Clinic, okay. Yeah. Performed at the Mayonnaise Clinic, Mass General, all fucking reputable, reputable institutions to this day, but they all hosted this loony quack because they were all unassuming in what lobotomies actually were. Walter was doing literal sleight of hand here. Walter's personal diary suggests Walter relished in making fellow physicians vomit and pass out while he was doing demos of, like, his transorbital procedure. So, like, honest-to-goodness doctors out there were just too queased to, like, sit through one of these sessions. Yeah, I would yeah. be. And I'm not honest-to-goodness anything. <laughs> <laughs> these are people that played around in corpses, and they're just, like, puking in the fucking aisle. Because he's shoving needles, like, you know, past Yeah, and he's like, dude, this just makes me so cool. Check out, I just chugged a Monstar. Fox Stream Racing, Ice Pick going in the eyeball. And then meanwhile, they're just throwing out. That's why it works. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's exactly why it works. And if you think Freeman is brazen now, in 1949, the... Portuguese mentor, Igas Moniz, you know what I mean, who was playing around with the chimps, or watching chimps being drilled into, got awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his leucotomies, which were just lobotomies pre- So the OG guy got a Nobel- The mentor got a Nobel Peace Prize. So Walter's like, oh, see, it works. It works. He's good. It works. Got the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm not stopping. Fuck you guys. It was seen, like, the process was likened to a plucking of madness from the brain. So it, it you know, what I mean? it was sold very cleanly. It's like, oh, I'm doing God's work, plucking madness from I mean, hey, brains. Amen, brother. Hey, we've been drilling, yeah, we've been be drilling right. holes in people's heads for millennia. We talking about that. Was it chimpanzee? Yeah. <laughs> chimps, chimps. You got a loud chimp, let me make a quiet chimp yeah. for you. <laughs> loud chimp, quiet chimp. Tom, yeah, quite sure. Would you buy a chimp that's all screaming while you're trying to sleep? No. Trying to bite Why'd your you chil- children's fingers off? I will make it go to bed. Call 444-6969. Thomas's trim- Chimp Solution. Sleepy <laughs> Chimps. Sleepy Chimps. Sleepychimps.com. That's, that's a great name for a band. <laughs> we got a lot of good band names band. this episode. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Uh, during 1950, Jim Watts catches Freeman mid-ice pick lobotomy in their shared office. So not even an operating theater, no cleansed fucking clinical setting, just bitches on the fucking desk. Walter's got a fucking ice pick going over her eyeball. He's in her brain. And Walter, you know, Walter, Walt Watts, the guy that actually has the license, comes in. 
and starts freaking out like, holy shit, what are you doing, man? Like, this is a brain surgery. We need to wipe everything down, get that bitch gassed so she doesn't feel this. And Walter's response was, hold these while I grab the camera. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you think, his, do you yeah, think so he was wearing gym, like, basketball shorts and his nuts were dangling out? Yeah. One of the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the patient's forehead. Flip-flops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, Mike. It's not what you think. I slipped into her <laughs> while I was walking into the room. Don't you yes. see this is all a massive mistake <laughs> that earned us $25? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for two ice creamed. <laughs> we'll eat tonight. So I try to imagine that you're going into your office for some fucking paperwork and there's a bitch on your desk getting stabbed in the brain. Was it just like just was like, it just like the receptionist okay. or something like, "Oh, she forgot to forward me that letter that guy sent. I'm giving a lobotomy." Maybe it was some bitch he found on the street. You know, she was limping weird, and Walter's like, I can fix that, probably. I do like to imagine it is the secretary, and he turns around to his, his buddy going, Hey, what are you doing? And he says, She asked for a raise. <laughs> Insane fucker! <laughs> Ask for a raise! Didn't even a say woman? please! Asking for a raise in these times? I always get... <laughs> at at my coffee she? shop job, I always get these nut jobs, and they come in. There's been multiple ones. And they're like, you got neck, you got neck pain, right? I'm like, no, just standing here, like I'm fine. What? Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> like, oh, you got neck pain. Like, usually I'm like, oh, what'd you say? <laughs> uh, you want a latte? What do you want? Uh, and he's like, I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, oh, does your feet hurt? I'm like, no, it's fine. What? They're fine. What is this? Well, I'm gonna pray for you, so um, all the pain will go away. We're going around. We're doing a mission right now. We're praying for people to heal their pain. All right, Travis, you got to stop lying and say you work in a little coffee shop. We all know that you work in a subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they serve coffee in the subway. Uh, double. I'm sure. Double oh, yeah. little coffee shop. Double foot long. I like a foot worth of bread to dip <laughs> <laughs> into my coffee. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. But Just anyway, olives on the bread. I, I, yeah. They could so, be giving me a lobotomy. They could have been like, Power Jesus tells oh, yeah. me, ice pick. They just like reach over the counter. They fucking like Jason Voorhees me, and you don't remember anything. So you know, instead of throwing remorse and regret, he's like, "Hold this while I get the camera." And Watts just leaves. He walks out on the spot, doesn't talk to Freeman ever again for the rest of their lives, and he just over telephone just cancels his lease on their joint office. He's like, "I'm done with this crazy man." Really? So we're yeah. So they they didn't save the chick though. I don't know what happened to the chick. Probably nothing good. She was getting stabbed in the brain in a non-sterile Talk setting. Talk about getting so, dumb. So. Yeah, true. And that chick was Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Judy Garland's daughter and uh, also strange eyeball-looking person. Yeah, it looks like go. her eyes have been shifted over a little bit to yeah, make room for a nice Either pick. way. <laughs> yes. Uh, Walter was unshaken by this separation from Watts. He's like, I don't need the surgeon. This isn't surgery. I just keep doing this. Fuck everyone. As a side note, just so you know how to feel about transorbital lobotomies, in 1950, the Soviet Union, some of the worst and most blatant abusers of human rights outright banned lobotomies nationwide, stating it was contrary to humanity. (laughs) So the Soviets are like, this is horseshit. No one do this ever. Okay. And and we have Freeman just like, keep going. Tap, tap, tap. Cody, just two things on that. Firstly, never tell me how to feel again. Secondly, okay. um, you're right. 
<laughs> that is pretty crazy. Hey, Russians are communists, though. The, the yeah, time, communists. So. You know, yeah, like you can't trust. They stab those each other. They burn your houses down because it's in the way of like a fact. If the communist yeah. is telling you what's up, and you're like, I'm just out here in an ice cream truck sticking a pick into people's brains. Um, there you go. Maybe the communists uh, they have a little more sense than you in that moment. This is free market capitalism. Don't tell me what I can and cannot do. If there's right. a demand, if there's a demand for brain scrambling, it is my constitutional right and honor to do it. Yes, for twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty five dollars, please. We can set up a That's payment plan. You can pay me three bucks every Over Sunday. Venmo. Oh yeah, after you've been yeah, lobotomized. Three dollars. So without Watts, Walter took his show on the road, literally. A procedure that was initially done in sterile operating rooms started to be started to be done in shady ass motel rooms. Like, get the room. I'll you pay for the room and the fucking surgery. I'll do you up good. Uh, but ever the efficient monomaniac, Walter put a down payment on on a white van and started doing lobotomies in the fucking back seats, aka the lobotomy. Holy shit! Okay, so. I hope it was in park at least. I hope he wasn't in that much of a rush <laughs> that he could put the fucking thing in park. So we're at a point in society where we're regressing to the point where you can't have an abortion. But like back then, you couldn't have an abortion, yeah. but this guy could show up to your house in a van and your 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 daughter who started talking about sucking dick when she's like, you know, 17 years old. Travis, I know where you're going, but to be no, fair, it's not no the daughter does. talking about sucking dick. It's the wife who folds the napkins wrong. Okay. Yeah, doesn't use napkins. So regardless, right. you can't get an abortion back then. They had those, like, you know, we talked about it with the Valerie Selena episode where she's like, uh, Solanus episode where she goes to, like, some random camp to have a baby in the 60s. They'll, you can literally call a van up and have someone do the same shit with your brain. Scramble your brain. while driving? I, I severely hope not, because it would be contrary to the conditions, like speed bumps would kill fuckers. And I, and, I, and I hope this guy that still has his practice license, my voice cracked, his practice license would know that, but he's doing them in the back of a fucking white van. I like think a rapist great. van. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It used to be candy. Now, uh, uh, I mean, it, now it's candy is what I mean to say. Back then, it you used know, to be ice picks. <laughs> you know fucking, like, the upholstery is a bitch to sterilize. And you know he's not laying down paper for this. He's he ain't like, doing he shit. Shag no, I, I think he's treating it like a Maryland, uh, a person from Maryland treats eating crab. You put the newspaper down, you're good. Oh, the brown paper. Yeah, the brown paper, paper yeah, you yeah. get the mallet, <laughs> you're good. This is what we do I was now. thinking shag carpet. Old spice. That, you can't sterilize that. He doesn't care about being sterilized. You're a trip. You are, right, you anyway, are a yeah, trip. Moving on. One truth at a time. Gross <laughs> Morgan cast. 1951, a horror story unfolded as a patient dies mid-lobotomy when a paparazzo solicits the operating Walter Freeman for a photo op. Selfie. Wait, repeat that because my brain just farted. Hold on one second. I think you just gave me an auditory yeah. lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the popper, he's doing a demonstration. And then Paparazzo's like, pose for the camera. And he takes the picture. Walter strikes the pose, killing the patient. 
and the rest is fucking history. Like, when he leaned up from the pose, the ice pick went too deep and killed the fucker on the table. Oh, my God. So I couldn't track it down. I couldn't track it down, and I'm still kicking myself of this. But there's a literal photo somewhere of Walter Freeman, the exact moment Walter Freeman kills a guy. So, I found multiple sources on the following horror story. Yes, more horror stories, mind you. Uh, details were a little dodgy. But, while Walter Freeman was on the road, presumably in the Lobotomobile... He passed an active crime scene. A hatchet-wielding man had taken his family hostage and barricaded the lot of them within their home. And he was in the middle of a standoff with the police. Eventually, the, hatchet wheel- Eventually, the hatchet-wielding fucko would be subdued by the authorities. While said fucko was being wrestled to the ground by officers, Walter approaches the scene, identifies himself as a doctor, and offers to lobotomize the man on the spot <laughs> if the policemen hold him down. Wow. Oh. It's got to get a taste. So he this is just his pocket response to everything. Like like oh sir I'm sorry. Your subway sandwich. Yeah, you you I'm sorry sir. I, I forgot to put radish on your subway sandwich. <laughs> Catch this ice pick, bitch. He probably nuts yeah. when he does it. He's like, "Oh, this is the best Mike, thing you ever." You mentioned that before. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like we've got like this dude who's kind of got like serial killer tendencies. And the fact that it yeah. seems like you just can't stop sticking shit, skull-fucking people with an ice pick. Yeah. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen, are you taking this man to jail? Can I take him to brain jail for you? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Another good metal band. <laughs> brain jail sounds like an 80s hair metal band. Brain jail! <laughs> yeah! So, presumably, a lobotomy just in the... F- Fucking dirt. Not even, you know, electro shocked into a seizure. Just dude brrr, like hold him down. I, like, I'll get that him. is like the stuff of nightmares though. Like just imagine having like something go into your eye while you're awake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like it's horror movies. Early shit. men holding you down. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking uh what uh, saw jigsaw yeah. shit. So, you know, just like trust me, I'm a doctor. Sometimes my contacts go behind my eyes. And at the claw, I'm out, but it's not as like, bad <laughs> what? as that. What? Really? That happens? <laughs> Don't use your nails. Yeah. Ew. Mike, no, you gotta your, like, kind of like, you gotta like dig it out, kind of. Like, under, it goes under your eye. Are your eyes shaped like almonds? <laughs> almonds. The root of all My, evil? Yes, excuse me. Almonds? Mike's like, you know, what works great as a lubricant is the inside of a taquito. Uh, that's not true. I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fake, fake news, Travis. Not good. <laughs> mm. So, 1952 rolls along, and we've got what Freeman calls the West Virginia Lobotomy Project. West Virginia is a state. It's in dire straits. It's understaffed. The medical field, the medical, the mental hospitals are understaffed with limited budgets. And Walter tur- tours the state, just fixing that, the mental problems with his lobotomy. That explains mobile. West Vir- modern day West Virginia so yes. well. Very good. <laughs> so well. Yeah. I keep so. <laughs> this, uh, two liter Mountain Dew in the couch for when the movies come out. <laughs> So, over 30 days, Walter does up 238 lobotomies. If you do the math, that's roughly eight. That's roughly eight a day. That's roughly 63%. That's a lot of happy people. Yeah, that's roughly 63% of the state population. How many people are born (laughs) every day in in general? Fucking bunch. Can anyone... I don't know. 
Can any of you name the state capital of West Virginia? West Virginia um, City. City. West I Virginia City. I think we all have been lobotomized. That's the real. This cover up. That's, That's a cover real up. place. You know what I'm saying? West Virginia is a real place. Yeah. West Virginia I mean, City. unfortunately. No, West Virginia City is a real <laughs> capital of West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Yep. You got it, Mike. <laughs> is it? Wait, hold on. <laughs> it's Charleston. Who would have thought? That's Charleston's oh. a place in the real Charleston, Virginia. West Virginia. That, that, we said Charleston. No, Charleston's in, in South Carolina. You want to keep going? Yeah, yeah let's, let's keep going. going. The South arise. The uh, South arise again one day after it's being stopped we'll lobotomizing since the 1800s. Yeah, Cody, yeah, feel we'll free to this. continue inserting the rest of the three and a half inches of audio yeah. into my head. You got it, Chief. Uh, 1954, a chemical known as Thorazine starts making the rounds at uh, mental hospitals. And Thorazine is pretty much lobotomy in a can. It's like, oh, cool. take it, it hits you in the right spot in your head. But most importantly, if you don't like it, you can stop taking it. And, you know, you'll, you'll, be, a little, you'll be a little slow. But you won't be like, you know, have head disconnections that can't. It's a little bit more reversible than getting uh, a fucking transorbital lobotomy. Let's just say that. Mm. And so yeah. Walter Freeman's brain smoothening process is obsolete because of Thorazine. <sighs> Poor and, guy. You know, Poor guy. His patient, his, you know, the market starts to taper off. Patients start not coming in because, oh, getting poked in the fucking eye socket <laughs> sucks. Yeah, who the fuck uh, wants to do that? No one. Uh, Walter moved to Los Altos, California. Wow, I said that as white as possible, didn't I? Los Altos, California, where he kept a small practice dishing out his lobotomies, you know what I mean, if you couldn't afford the Thorazine or whatever. Oh, it's like, do you really want to get poked through the eyeball or just take a five-hour energy drink once a day? Uh, the Let me just touch poison. the brain. <laughs> Let me get in there. So, 1967 would be the last year Walter would perform a lobotomy. The patient's I name I hear was- what you're thinking. I'm telling you what I'm thinking. That's how this podcast goes. I'm reading slides and you hear what I'm thinking. 1967, last year, Walter would do a lobotomy. The patient's name was Helen Mortensen, and Walter claimed his transorbital lobotomy could cure her chronic condition of being a lesbian. Oh. Yeah. So I guess with the lobotomy market in the shitter, Walter resorted to prescribing multiple follow-up lobotomies for the same patient. Oh god. So this this is actually Helen's third lobotomy <laughs> for lesbianism. Oh, that's so terrible. Like, did that happen? I mean, not nothing yeah. against her sexual preference, but did that happen to Ellen? Cuz I think she's a little slow. When Ellen is when very she slow. Said, I think that's why people like her. She's like well, I uh, she's like a uh, she has a sling blade haircut. <laughs> uh, she thinks her 40 million dollar house is a jail. <laughs> oh yeah. Poor you. Boo. So, this was this would be Helen's third lobotomy, but unfortunately, she died to surprisingly a cerebral hemorrhage. So it was like, I oh, know you do that shit three times. He's he's going in, and he's running the same track. He's just, he's retreading the same track. It's easy. Like, Let me poke you better. Time. Yeah, it's Fuck, e and the third times? time, holy. But the third shit. time, you know, the third time getting poked in the brain, she dies of a fucking of a fucking cerebral hemorrhage. Who'd have thunk it? Not her, I guess. Mm, so, yeah, I guess, right? Freeman then became a general practice doctor somehow with his license still fucking intact. He's not a surgeon, but he's like, no one took away his like, you know, basic doctoring license. And he effectively retired the lobotomy when he shifted to general practice. The 1970s more or less saw the pre procedure die out nearly entirety. Now, somebody 
feed me the question. I had a que- I had a question before we go to the question. Uh, oh, so what's up? Never mind. Uh, for whatever reason, my mic got unplugged for a second. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I had a joke, sure. but it's dead. <laughs> How does idiot die? This boy dies May thirty first, nineteen seventy two, from a botched surgery. Uh, what? Oh, fucking uh, weird. He deserved that one. Yeah, it turns out he had cancer, and the tumor pulling uh, didn't go as planned, and he died. Did he have uh, cancer? Did he have brain cancer by any chance? Would that be? I couldn't. I karma? couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure out what kind of cancer. I, I wanted it to be brain cancer, also because his great grandpappy was a uh, to, the, the first successful yeah. tumor plucker, but couldn't find out if it was cancer. There you have him, Walter Freeman II, father of the transorbital lobotomy, performed over 4,000 times across 23 states, many lobotomies without direct patient consent, including 19 underage kids, the youngest one being... Oh! Oh! Oh my god. god. 47 of those those lobotomies used to cure homosexuality, 419 fatalities. This guy's a so, piece of shit. He's like literally like America's fucking Mangala. There, oh, good, good, good analogy. Good with parallel like, tracks. you know, if you replace Jews with handicapped people, brain handicap, or just regular, oh yeah, or just regular people that didn't fit in the fifty well, society. Yeah. Fucking Howard Dully. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, fucking Howard doesn't like washing. Turns on lamps in the middle of the day. Fucking oh, ice pick that. Uh, yeah. Well, this guy's gross. That kid's asking yeah. for it. This guy's really gross. Cody, you really find these gross He's boys. He's an asshole. I like gross boys. I mean, I don't cohort <laughs> with gross boys, but I like tattling to our uh, viewership yeah, or d- listenership with gross boys. Now, Cody, definitely, you know, I'm going to hold you to that. Don't let me see you hanging out with any gross boys. Yeah. No. I won't. won't be happy with you. But very good research. Yes. That was, was gross. Fun. I, yeah, I can't believe that bit about just doing a f- that fucking hostage taker on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what? Just hold him down, I got this. I'm here to save the day. Well, I feel like you painted yeah, right. him as, like, a huge joke to begin with, you know? He's, like, running around like, oh, ice pick key, ice pick there, driving my van around. All of a sudden, it's just like, ice picks! <laughs> like, and I, I loved how he just had the showmanship. Like, now one left-handed, now both hands. Yeah. Like, if we let him, if we left him to his own devices, he would try, like, lobotomizing people from across the room. You know, like, throwing knife style. Like, ah, Extreme lobotomizing. How yeah. many years would it have taken for him to eat the ice pick and shit it into someone's <laughs> eye? Oh, that'd be so well, sick. Well, and also, this sick yeah. fuck became, like, a general practice doctor after being the yeah, lobotomy boy. Easy. So imagine being like, all yeah. right, well, um, we just got our new insurance. What doctor should we go to? Oh, Walter, he seems really nice. And he's the dude that's Walter, literally yeah. just been stabbing people in the face for like 20 years. <laughs> in the years. back of a van. In the back of a fucking van. <laughs> Take a seat, I'll be right with you. I'm just poking the shit out of this man's brain. All right, now, uh, now <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to cough. <laughs> turn, yeah, turn your head and cough. And the ice pick just moves <laughs> yeah, right. with the fucking head. To wrap this up, thank you very much, yeah. Cody. Good research. Thanks, Cody. Mike, thanks for uh, letting me come over and give you a new mic. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. You sound really good right now. You always sound good, but now you sound extra. 
Sexual good. All, all around crispiness. Uh, Travis, thank you That's for good news. eating on the podcast. You guys didn't even uh, notice. I had a few baby bells. Yeah, get I up for Travis. We called it out. We tagged it. I, I said it on the podcast. We heard it in yeah. the microphone. Uh, thanks for the uh, oat milk insight, I guess. Dude, yeah. I come at you with brain science all the time. I don't, need a, I don't need someone coming at you with an ice pick. I'm just coming at you all the time with my brain science. Yeah, Travis just goes in through the ear. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's good stuff we got here. So thank you for listening to this, everyone at home. Yes. Uh, make sure that your life is good and all that stuff. I don't know how people usually sign out, and I forget how it's I weird. do it every time. Uh, but, yeah, patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Thank you, patrons, for the new yeah! microphones. Yes. Yeah, thank you. All of you are great. Also, our Discord, uh, lovely people. We love chatting to them. So I, I love yeah, you. That's part of our... That's oh. our, we, we get to see what people are doing, which turns me around. Mostly eating great-looking food. I've yeah. yeah. And doing dr- alleged drugs. Drugs in mind. Ah! So, uh, yeah, sign up, for the, sign up for the Patreon. You can hang out with us on Discord. And, Travis, you are having a lot of fun with that new microphone. Really. It's really in 3D. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Shane. Get us out. Bye. Thank you. Bye.